from the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto. Yes. Mocha. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carter. You're listening to my boys, Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys, Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. Thank you, Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show. Podcast. Podcast. Want to do a kid riddle? Yeah. Hey, Maury, you want to do a little kid riddle? Yeah! All right. These are fun. I love these. And I'm learning that you need to think like a kid, and that's how you get it. Is that the deal? Yeah, because you said that once, and it really works. Yeah. Hold no. on, let me check the uh, list of times Maury has gotten these kid riddles correct. Oh, yeah, none. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no offense. Yes. That list, by the way, is on any blank piece of paper you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> oh. oh, God. Oh, you okay? Yeah, let's get through this. Okay. <laughs> Wait, the riddles or your life in general? <laughs> all, right, all right, Maury, here we go. In a pond, there is a lily pad. Each day, the lily pad doubles in size. It takes the lily pad 20 days to cover the entire pond. How many days does it take to cover half the pond? Start again. <laughs> in a pond, there's a lily pad. Each day, the lily pad doubles in size. If it takes the lily pad 20 days to cover the entire pond, how many days does it take to cover half the pond? 10 days. Incorrect. Check the answer. I did check the answer. Oh. Okay, because you said 20 days to fill the pond. Yes, so in a pond. Every day it doubles in size. Okay, so listen. In a pond, there's a lily pad. Each day the lily pad doubles in size. If it takes a lily pad 20 days to cover the whole pond, how many days does it take to cover half the pond? Five. Incorrect. Oh. Ten days. Incorrect, Maury. That's the same answer again that you gave the first time. <laughs> okay, but hold on. But can I just say what I, yes, why I'm I saying I would like that? you to talk, talk Because you said this. there's a lily pad, and every day it doubles in size. Right. It took 20 days to fill the pond. Yes. Right? Yes. So how many days to fill half the pond? Right. That would be 10. You would think it would be. Yeah, any reasonable person would agree with me. Correct. But it's not the right answer. Also Correct. Oh, okay. Want to take Think, another crack at it? Thinking headache. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hold on. So a lily pad. Okay. In a pond, there's a lily pad. Each day, the lily pad doubles in size. If it takes a lily pad 20 days to cover the whole pond, how many days does it take to cover half the pond? If it takes 20 days. Don't don't talk this out loud. You can only help Maury. Oh, sorry. You do all your talking in your own head. <laughs> okay. So there's a lily pad. Yes. <laughs> That's the first Every correct day, thing you said. Yeah, the I lily like, pad doubles in size. Maury, do you spell lily with two L's at the beginning? Because it sounds like you say lily pad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you got a little bit of a stutter. Right? At the very, very beginning of that word. Okay, talk it through here, Maury. Okay, so there's a lily pad. Right. <laughs> Every day it doubles in size. Yes. In 20 days, correct. it fills the whole pond. Right. In, okay, How so many days in, to fill in, half uh, the pond? There's a lily pad. Yes. St- say at the beginning. Okay. In a pond. Mm-hmm. And then the next part? There is a lily pad. <laughs> <laughs> and then the next part? So, because like, okay, so there's only one lily pad. Correct, Amundo. Okay, and it's not 10 days. Okay. In a pond, there is a lily pad. Each day, the lily pad doubles in size. If it takes the lily pad 20 days to cover the whole pond, how many days does it take to cover half the pond? Well, it would be 10. No. But incorrect. Every day it doubles in size. Yes. So if it's the original size, 
And then now it's two sizes bigger in right. one day. Right. In 20 days, it fills it. Oh, wait. Pause. Don't say anything, Mocha. Don't say anything. Write your answer down on that blank sheet of paper where you keep Maury's score. <laughs> if you're just joining us, it's kid riddles again. And uh, the kid riddle is this that Maury's trying to work through. In a pond, there's a lily pad. Each day, the lily pad doubles in size. If it takes the lily pad 20 days to cover the whole pond, how many days does it take to cover half the pond? And Maury's answer was? 10. Which is incorrect. And that's now the fifth time you've given the answer 10. There are other numbers. But that aren't, in my opinion, right. Okay. Can I say one? Ye- can you say one? One day. You can say that. Is it right? Go ahead. Say one, it. One Give day. the answer, Maury. Give the answer. One day. Incorrect. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the look of hope in his eyes just now. Oh, my God. Do you want me to give you the answer? I really do. Okay. Because oh. I know people, I know the, the phones are going crazy right now because it's so frustrating for people. I'm going to give you the answer, and then I need you to explain to people why this is the answer. Okay, I can do that. Again, the question. In a pond, there is a lily pad. Each day, the lily pad doubles in size if it takes the lily pad 20 days to cover the whole pond how many days does it take the lily pad to cover half the pond the answer is 19 because oh i get it every day it doubles in size yeah so if on the final day it fills the whole pond the previous day it would fill allegedly half the pond allegedly (laughs) not because i don't want to agree with that why not because the so on day one it's the normal size of a lily pad but sure okay the next day it's double that yes double that and then 20 days from now it's going to fill the whole pond correct how many days till it covers half the pond right i stick with 10 no because each day it doubles in size yes but then, but it, if it's taking twenty days to fill the whole pond, yes, how can it be only one day less to fill half the? P- because it doubles in size, right? Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, that's kid riddles on the Roz and Mocha. Go, go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. We talk often about household rules when it comes to the person you live with—your husband, or your wife, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, whatever. Girlfriend, girlfriend. And Damon Mori lives in a house full of rules. God. But Maury and Matthew do they they do love each other. Oh, absolutely. Okay. But when it comes to expressing love through gifts, I would say that Maury is on top the worst gift giver of all time. Oh, I thought you were gonna say best. No. Oh. Didn't you give Damon Matthew a leather jacket? Fake leather you, jacket. A fake leather jacket that yeah. you bought off of eBay? Well, let's say it like it is. It was a replica of the George Michael jacket. Faith jacket. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't even know where the music video, right? Yeah. Yeah. Where's the jacket now? No idea. No idea. Has he worn it? Never. And then Maury gave Matthew a jar of memories, which were just really not like great memories of them as a couple. But it was like, hey, do you remember that time we both got into a cab and went somewhere? (laughs) <laughs> or, you remember that time we went for gelato how delicious was that yeah, how delicious was that <laughs> like just random and things Matthew puts a lot of thought in yeah. the gifts that he gives to you right Maury yes the most famous gift that Matthew gave Maury though was Maury wanted a big TV for the bedroom yeah and he had wanted it forever and then Matthew came around to the idea of the TV in the bedroom finally 
So as a gift to Maury, what he bought Maury was the bracket to hold the TV in the bedroom. <laughs> no he, TV yet. He didn't buy the TV, but he bought, he, but he bought, the, but he bought the bracket. Yeah. And so how long ago was that? That was four years ago. And, <laughs> and do you have a TV in the bedroom? No. Where's the bracket? Behind the door in the box. Okay. <laughs> It's still in the box. Okay. More, the thing that Maury knows, anybody who listens to this show, the thing that you want more in the world than anything else is a... Little dog. Is a dog. And so, I guess Matthew started coming around to the idea. No. Yes. <gasps> so, what Matthew bought Maury was what? A box. And in the box was a little tiny baby dog baseball hat, mm-hmm. a bowl, and some doggy toys. Okay. <gasps> but no dog. Oh, yeah. Wait, so does that mean you're going to get the dog? I, I hope so. Does it mean that he's open to discussing the dog? Allegedly. Okay, so let's say, I would say take that as a great hint that somebody is open to discussing the idea of a dog. Sure. Okay. What I'm going to play for you right now are the next three days following when the gift was delivered when Maury actually tries to have a conversation with Matthew about getting the dog. Baby. What's this is the kind of dog we need to get. Maury, we're not getting the dog right now. <laughs> but you got me a gift of a baby dog hat and everything. Yes, that means eventually. Can you just look at the picture? I want a new sofa. See, look, that could be ours. He'll be up on the bed with us. Oh, God, no. <laughs> yeah, like cuddling between us, like no. father, father, and son. No, that does not happen, no. You know, and he'll lick your face in the morning. I don't like that, no. You like it when I do it. (laughs) No, stop. Then why did you tease me with the gift? Maury, that is a gift saying I am open to eventually getting a dog. (laughs) Like the TV bracket you got me four years ago. (laughs) Yeah, I got you the TV bracket. You get the TV. So I can go get the dog. No. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it sounds like he's super into it. <laughs> super open to having the conversation. Okay, so that was day one. Now yes. day two after the dog bowl gift. Matthew speaking. Hi. Uh, hi. How is your day going? It's going good. You know what How would make my day yours? better? What? A dog. Oh my God, Maury, are you seriously doing this to me? Well, I can't, like, every time I come home now, I'm reminded, because I see it, this gift you bought me, and I'm reminded of how glorious our lives would be if we had something to welcome us Our lives us are glorious already, the way it is. <sighs> Can you not wait for this to, like, wait till I get home? Wouldn't you love to see a cute face when you got home? I can't f***ing deal with this because I'm at work right now. If I keep calling, you'll give in. No, you're going to stop calling because I'm going to have security block your number pretty soon. You can't do such a thing. <laughs> well, I don't know. You're, like, really only me. Maury, honestly, enough. Love you. Woof. Do you? Woof, woof, woof. Oh, uh, yeah, woof, woof, goodbye. So the request was... Let's talk about it when I get home. No. Oh, my God. <laughs> look what I got you. Maury, I'm cooking right now. Okay, well, look what I got you. Is that another dog magazine? Yes. What did I say about the dog magazines? I know, but you got me. I know what dogs look like. I know, but you got me the gift, so I'm just trying to help I us pick one. I didn't get you any gift. 
You didn't get me a box with a doggy hat, Blue Jays hat, bowl, and toys. Yes, that's to showcase my love, as in, like, eventually we'll get a dog. You teased me with the gift, and now I'm just want... That's what it was, a tease. <laughs> Why would you tease someone like that? That's not fair. Because you wanted a dog for your birthday. I felt bad, so I got you something that resembles a dog, or... or... Resembles a dog. Do you want yeah. me to get you something that resembles love? <laughs> oh, oh! It's called inspiration, as in, like, eventually that'll happen like a goal oh my god well I'm just gonna keep calling you don't you dare (laughs) (laughs) wow Mark I cannot wait to meet this dog you guys are getting (laughs) hey kiss it's Razamoka I've been dying to call. I've tried calling so many times, but I just wanted to call and tell everybody in the world. I think Maury is like awesome. He is like my my hero, like completely my hero. You guys need to stop making fun of him because I love him so much. Now, That's what I want to say. Is, is Maury your hero because yes, I swear to God. because his feats are so attainable that you could then feel great about yourself if you were able sure. to achieve the greatness that Maury has achieved? <laughs> yes, because you know what? The stuff he pulls off, not too many people can do. So wow. kudos to him because he's awesome. I'm talking about like everything he does because he's so awesome. Wow. Even the lying, huh? Everything. Sorry, Everything. Mark. Wow, everything. <laughs> Damn, Angie. Everything. <laughs> I love him. I love his Matthew stories. I love how he puts celebrities in in like weird and awkward situations. I just like he's awesome. And I just think like he needs to continue doing what he does. Well, he will continue to do that. Thank you, Angie. (laughs) Kalina. Welcome to the Ronson Morgan Show. What's going on? So I think he should try fostering. It's like the best of both worlds. It's a trial run. There's so many organizations that would love to have him as a foster maybe <laughs> I I agree with you because that's what Catherine and Roxy did my my girlfriend and our kid they signed up yeah. to they signed up to foster um, kittens which is great oh, that's, which yeah. is which is awesome because the whole idea of that is uh, you always have kittens in the house because you, the kittens come in you get them up to wait <laughs> till they're good to get their shots and then you send them out into the world to go and grow up and then they just keep bringing you new kittens and it's wonderful but the problem was is that they brought us one kitten uh, my girls fell in love with it, and now she still lives with us. <laughs> like they were, they were, they were the foster family for a week. So, so classic uh, foster fail. But yeah, huge fail. So I'm, I'm with you on this. So Maury, would you do you think that you could get Matthew to consider fostering, um, or do you want one that you can just want to I do mean, the whole I, thing? I certainly want one that's our own to like train. And I've already researched like doggy schools and everything like that, just because when I'm bored at home. But like we've taken care of like my dad's dog and stuff like that, and yeah. it's gone well. Like it's fine. He always complains that he's allergic to every dog, even though he's faking it. <laughs> <laughs> that means you don't want a dog. Bro. Is that like your olive allergy that you told us that you have? <laughs> no, no. Forever in my mouth, I barf. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. You guys, with your fake allergies. Has, has he ever been diagnosed with a dog allergy? He has. Has he? Have you ever been diagnosed with an olive allergy? I don't think that you can do that. Okay. You just have to take my word for it. <laughs> so, in other words, you just don't like olives. No, I barf. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. Hey, uh, Kalina, we appreciate the phone call. Thanks yeah. so much. Have a good day, guys. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or on the KISS 92.5 app. Roz, I want to make a phone call real quick. Okay.
Hello? Jen? Yes? It's Ronza Mocha. How are you? Holy s***. <laughs> okay, don't say anything yet, Jen. So, Roz, uh, yeah. Jen has been listening to the Roz and Mocha show since the very, very beginning. Okay. Okay, we've been on the radio for almost nine years now, and Jen has been one of our biggest supporters. Okay. Yeah. Uh, she tweets the show all the time. She's known as Team Shem. Oh, okay. Okay, and uh, she's a massive, massive fan of Shem, who works here uh, at Kiss 92.5. And today is Jen's birthday. Oh. So we wanted to call Jen to wish you a very happy birthday. Wow. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I was kind of, I was still sleeping. This has been like the most amazing week, and it's all been because of all of you. Even before all of this, don't get me wrong, this is like the best thing ever. But like Saturday, I was at the porch with Brooksy. Yeah. Sunday, I was on the boat with Devo. Yeah. And Monday, um, I went to Kesha because of tickets I won from you guys. Oh, look at that. (laughs) Wow. So your birthday week is just like the past, you know, almost seven days now. It's just been completely crazy. It is. Has been. And I'm on vacation. Oh, nice. So I've been like drunk for like four days. Oh, my girl. (laughs) How old are you? I am 42 today. Oh, perfect age. Well, listen, happy birthday. Uh, we love you lots. And thank you, thank you, thank you for all your support that you've thrown to oh. the, uh, the Roz and Moga show. And especially Kiss 92.5 for almost nine years now. Wow. Well, thank you so much for calling. It means so much. And please tell Shem, I know I have a feeling he had a little something to do with this. So please tell him thank you very much and that I love him too. And I love both of you so much. And I will never, ever pick a favorite. Oh, well, I wasn't going to ask you, but (laughs) since it is your birthday, Jen, between Mm -hmm. Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Most days it is Mocha. I'm sorry. What the hell happened to I could never pick a favorite? (laughs) I knew she had it. I I just checked my phone right now because I didn't think that this conversation was going anywhere. (laughs) I thought it was going to be a dead end. I was about to ask you if you Honestly, wanted to sing you happy birthday. I was like uh, going to end this on a real high. Listen, we could, we could I'm so sorry. Mocha's laugh. Also, I take it back. 42 is not the perfect age. <laughs> <laughs> listen, we should still You sing know happy what? Mocha's Jen. laugh just gets me every time. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the last little while, especially listening to your podcast, yeah. I work in healthcare and I have a lot of crappy days. And Roz, when I'm listening to your podcast, you are my favorite. Yeah, okay, great. Thanks. You want us to sing to you or what? <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> All okay, right. Say hi to Maury. Hi, Maury. Hi, how are you? There we go. <laughs> okay. Uh... Happy what's, her, birthday. What's, her, what's her name again? It's Jen. I know. I remember that. I just wanted to hurt her feelings. <laughs> oh, wow. Damn. Come on, man. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Jen. Happy birthday to you. Wow, that was like the best thing that's ever happened to me. Thank you. Yeah, I wish I could say the same. Have, have a great birthday. <laughs> Aw, I'm sorry, Roz. I really do love you, and I listen. I watch you every afternoon on ET. Uh-huh. Okay, I love you. Take care. <laughs> All right, love you too, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast.
What's the perfect time to go to bed and the perfect time to wake up if you want to look good? Oh, boy. And I ask this to you, Mocha, to you, Dan and Maury, I think we should be to... disqualified from this because our oh, hours of waking up are completely different from the average. Yeah. But no, but you can still say. Okay. Well, you can. I'm going to say... Hold on, we the should ask Roz because to... he looks so perfect. You should go oh, first. God. No, I have the answer in front of me. Okay, I'm going <laughs> to say that. the perfect time is yeah. 9.30 yeah. and wake up mm-hmm. is uh, 6.15. Okay, Maury? I was going to say go to bed at 10, wake up at 8. 10 and wake up at 8? Yeah. God, okay. 12 hours, bro. It's 12 hours. That's and like 10 look hours, at me. Whatever. 10, yeah. Okay, and whatever. Like, yeah. <laughs> You look soft. <laughs> <laughs> like mashed potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> Lumpy. So if you... <laughs> oh, listen to that. Uh, that can't be healthy. Ooh, that one hurt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Have you ever gone to the doctor about, like, to... About your wheeze? It's on about the your list. your laugh, yeah. It's on the list. It, what's it above? What's it above yeah. on the list? Yeah. Or oh, what's it below? This, this bump on my ear. Uh, <laughs> so you're, we, you're more concerned about the bump on your ear than your wheeze? Yeah. Really? Wow. Yeah. What's up with the bump on your ear? I don't know. I think there's a cyst. Didn't you have that pierced at one time, though? Yeah. That's probably Maybe just, just a, cartilage. It's probably just the hole where it was pierced. Oh, hey, cool. Solved. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <Dr. Ross. laughs> go, get that, go get that wheeze looked at. <laughs> so when do we need to go to bed? Okay, so they say if you want to look the best. This is just for aesthetics. This is just to make yourself look good. They say the perfect time to go to bed, and Mocha, you almost nailed this. What? The perfect time to go to bed, they said, is 9.45 p.m. Ooh, okay. Right? Yeah. Eastern? And the perfect time to wake up, they said, is 6.55 a.m. So that is a full 10, that's a full nine hours and 10 minutes of sleep. God. Wow. Who is that kind of time? Executives. Somebody, Executives. no way. <laughs> Who is that kind of time? Who, Some, who is a life? who uh, is single and doesn't have kids. Yeah. Or. Nine hours, 10 minutes. You're retired and your kids have moved out if you have kids. Sure. Yes. Right? Yeah, exactly. But, but this is like weekends for a lot of people. Like I know on weekends I sleep for like 12 hours. Yeah. You go to bed at what time on weekends? On weekends I'm, I fall asleep around like 10, 30, 11 and I yeah. wake up at noon, between noon and one. Okay. That is ridiculous. Maury, that's not 10. That's not. 12 hours. That oh, should be... Whatever that is. That should also be on your list when you see the doctor about yeah. your weeks. Okay, Maury, you go to bed at what time? I go 10 to or bed, 11? I go to... Usually on 10 o'clock. Okay, okay. 10 yeah. o'clock. And you wake up at what time the next day? Like uh, close between 12, 30 and 1. So you wake up at 1 o'clock. So that's like for, uh, 15 hours. You that's, sleep 15 hours? You sleep 15 hours? Yeah, that should be, you should yeah. see a doctor about that too. Usually we're not. Where's that on the list? (laughs) (laughs) The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Bonjour, mes amis. Oh, where are we going today? Paris. Air Transat flies daily to Paris. Daily to Paris. I've never been to Paris. Are you serious? Yeah, and it's and I don't know why. I have no excuse for having never been to Paris. I've been everywhere all around Paris. Yeah, but I've never been to Paris. And there's so much. I started cooking my steaks, the Parisian way of cooking a steak, and I've never gone back. And I love so much about French food, especially the way they cook a steak. Because the way you cook a steak in France is there's no barbecue, right? There's no oh, there's no grilling out of flame. It's a blazing hot cast iron pan yeah. that you scorch the outside of it, and then before that, it's sous vide and it's everything else. Mm. The food that's I cook French. I don't even know I cook French. I don't even know how much I love the French food. 
But that's what France is all about, especially Paris. And of course, you bring your lover there and your relationship just goes to the next level. You could be fighting, ready for divorce. And I'm going to go ahead and say it. Paris will fix everything. <laughs> just hit up that Eiffel Tower. Yeah. Romantic. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. It will fix everything. You got money problems? Go to Paris. <laughs> <laughs> Have some pastries and cheese. Have some pastries and it's cheese. It's all good. Wine and cheese fixes everything. Uh, all the info on Paris and how you can get there on a super great, great, great deal. Uh, visit airtransat.com right now. What are we doing now? Phone call? Yes, yeah, phone call. call. All right, cool. Hi, it's Ron Zamoka. Who's this? Hi, I'm Leah. What's up, Leah? How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good, thanks. What can we do for you, Leah? I have a question for you. Go for it. I wanted to ask if you guys can put one eyebrow up. Yes. Both of you? Can you put one eyebrow up? Like the rock? Yeah. yeah. Like this? Yeah. I can kind of put it up. I like it when people do it. How old are you? I'm nine years old. Yeah. Can you do it? Um, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Can you wiggle your ears? No, but my friends can. Can you? What's that? Uh, I don't know. I think I used to be able to when I was a kid. I can't anymore, though. Everything's on me slow. My dead papa used to wiggle his ears. Yeah? When he was alive. Oh. Wiggling ears Is that because cool. he had, like, old man ears and, like, the wind would hit him? And they would just wave back and no, forth? No, he could go, like, left, right, left, left, yeah. right. Can you lift one eyebrow up more? Yeah. No. What are you doing? Lift. No, an eyebrow. Oh. Lift. Don't touch your face. Just, can you? It's a simple question. You know what we mean. <laughs> Stop meant, touching your face. I thought you meant like put in this upside down. That's an eyelid. Oh. No. Okay. So did you just confuse lifting your eyebrow for flipping your eyelids inside out? Sure. Can you flip your eyelids inside out? No, I was gonna try. No, don't do that. Oh, that's gross. disgusting. Yeah. I knew a kid that used to do that when we were younger, and still I close my eyes and I can see what he looks like. I know. I had friends when I was a kid that did that. Oh God! Do I'm, people still do that? You want me to try? Maybe we shouldn't even be talking about that. Maybe maybe that hasn't. Did that we? So did gross. we? Did kids take that with them? Because I don't know. Maybe that was a thing of back in the day. And well, yeah, it do, didn't... do kids who you know uh, flip their eyelids upside down? Yeah. Oh, they it's do. really disgusting. Yeah. yeah oh, they gross. do. It looks like <laughs> like to me when I close my eyes and I think of something horrific. Okay, so it goes like this. It's like Babadook. Oh, yeah. And uh, and that kid that used to flip his eyelids and then Maury sleeping. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry. Let me. It's it's Babadook Maury sleeping then kid that used to flip his eyelids. <laughs> Scary for me. It's the, the dead legless man I saw once in my hallway. Oh hell no! Did he did he die because he was legless or he was, was he legless too. before he died? He's legless, naked, and dead. Okay, pause for a second. I need to know this. Did he die because somebody cut his legs off, or did he was he already dead? No, but he just happened to. Have have no legs. He he. Well, he had fake legs. Okay. They were off to the side. Oh, okay. But so he wasn't like he wasn't halved. No, he was not halved. Oh, jeez. Did somebody kill him with his own fake legs? I don't know. All I remember seeing is like his naked dead body. What did you do? I turned around and brought my laundry back home. But you didn't say anything. No, you didn't you call, call the police. Oh no, the police were there. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh. Oh. I don't know. I'd, I'd call nine one one right now and be like, yeah. "I'm talking to your suspect here." Like, I pictured Maury like coming upon a dead, legless, naked man in his hallway and just turning the other way, <laughs> which wouldn't surprise me either. I was going to do laundry and I saw him, and I turned around and went home and yeah. called Matthew, going, "I can't do laundry. There's a dead, naked, naked, There's legless, a, naked okay. man." <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what were we talking about at first, Leah? I'm turning my oh, eyebrows, eyebrows in. Eyebrows. Yeah. Can you lift your eyebrow? Okay. No, that's your lip. You don't know how to. <laughs> you know how to lift your own eyebrow? Like one eyebrow, like this? Uh, no. <laughs> God, you look like no. you're having a stroke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> okay, you're done. You're you done. look you look like you're about to look through like a like a magnifying glass or what do you call yeah. that a microscope? Yeah. Or no, like somebody knocked on the door. Thank you. Try again. You look like you're looking through a people. Thank you, Mocha. You're so brilliant at this sort of stuff. I'm hey, Leah, we love you. Thanks very much for calling in today. Hey, thanks for answering my question. <laughs> Bye. Hold on. What? Your lip becomes like yeah. a little like you, when, you, when your lip goes out on the bottom like that, it's like a perfect little flesh basket. It's like it sticks right out. You could put a grape right in there. I yeah, that sounds so gross. <laughs> what a flesh basket. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is, though. It's like this perfect little flesh basket. Ew. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Hey, Maury, Mocha, you yeah. guys want to play five and seven? This is five and seven. Very, very simple game. Damn, Maury. We will ask you to name five things. You have second, seven seconds to name those five things. I will ask the questions. Mocha will be the official judge and timekeeper. Damn it, Maury. Are you ready? Yes. Maury, name a five-digit number using only odd numbers. Um, okay, so uh, on a three, um, seven, six... Name a five digit number using only odd numbers. You just started to name five odd numbers. (laughs) I thought you meant like a phone number with odd numbers. Okay. Uh, Like 57,315 would have been a number. Okay, well, sure. Okay. (laughs) It's like, I don't understand. Okay. Are we ready to continue? Yes. Maury, name five kinds of wax candle, ear, Figure. <laughs> what is figure wax? Like a wax figure. Like Britney Spears. <laughs> okay. What I've given you, yes, uh, candle wax, ear wax, car wax, furniture wax, the wax yeah. you used to remove hair. Oh, nair. Okay. No, that's not wax. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Maury. <laughs> Name the five things the little piggies did. Went to the school, went to the market, went to the home, um, all the way home. Um, shopping. Uh, <laughs> Yo, did you first say went to went to the school? Yeah. Yeah. And then and then went home and then went to the market and then shopping. <laughs> uh, this little piggy went shopping. Yeah, would have accepted. Uh, this little piggy went to market. The one little piggy stayed home. Yeah. The one had roast beef. The other had none. And the final little piggy went. See, when I was taught we, it, because my aunt Susie's home. a vegetarian, so I never got the meat one. What did she say? She switched it to something else. What, did she just bypassed like, the toe? Like, read a book? Yeah. Oh. Like this little piggy ate a carrot? Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, Maury, are you ready? Yeah. Name five things with a hole in the tip. Wee wee, um, like, you know. Maury um, <laughs> uh, would have accepted a gun, a sewing needle, an eyedropper, a syringe, a glue. I would have accepted a pen. Wee wee. Okay, moving on. Maury, name five things you can pull with one hand. A rope. Um, pull with one hand. Shopping cart. 
pole with one in a wagon. Loser. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, would have given you some of those wagon. A fire alarm you can pull with one hand. Okay. You can pull a hair with one hand. Yeah, you can pull as, a, you can pull a tooth with one hand. Just now, as you were trying to figure out, you were pulling with one hand. <laughs> you were pulling a hair from your forehead. You were like scratching it out just now. <laughs> as you're trying to answer that question. Uh, okay, and uh, finally, Maury, are you ready? Yes. Name five African countries. Okay, so Jamaica. Africa, mm-hmm. Johannesburg. Uh, you said Jamaica? Uh, yeah. Yeah, of course he did. Okay. Jamaica, Africa. <laughs> okay. All right. Right? Stupid me. <laughs> uh, no, wrong. <laughs> <laughs> wrong. Just wrong. How many countries are there in Africa? Well, North Africa, South Africa. Mm, so two. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. No. And then somewhere there's Johannesburg. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right, it's Roz and Mocha. You guys have to do one more Roz and Mocha. Well, one more five and seven? One more five and seven, please. What do you mean? Like one more question or one more full round? One more full round. Oh. Oh. What's your name? It's Maria. How about one more question? One. Okay, I'll settle for one more question. I'll settle for settle. one more question? Settle. Um, hold on here. Let me find one. All right, Maury? Yes. Are you ready? <clears throat> Yes. Okay, Mocha, are you ready? Yeah. Maria, are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, here we go. Maury, name five double digits in French. Oh, uh, uh, double digits. Uh, un, deux, trois, quatre, cinq, six, seven, eight, nine, dix, set, loser. Happy now? I'm happy. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much for making my day every day. Love you, Maria. All right. Look at you guys. Bye. Bye the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So, damn it, Maury owes so much of his story with damn it, Matthew to Mariah Carey. Because if you remember, I don't know if you've ever heard the story, Mocha, Mm-mm. but Maury proposed to Matthew on stage at Mariah Carey's show in Vegas years ago. Really? I don't know if you ever heard that story. Never heard the story you, you ever. Never, you never heard the story. Nope, I've never heard the story. Have never watched a YouTube video uh, at all. Yeah, I find it so weird that Maury has never, ever, ever <laughs> brought it up with us. <laughs> ever. How many years ago was that, Maury? Six years. You can come in though. How is it that you've had this story? Oh, stop! In your pocket, you've never whipped it out. So, so this is 2009. It was 2009. So this is one of the greatest moments of your life, Maury. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Do you, do we have a clip of that, by of the way? We do. Does it, does one exist? I've never, okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. So just to refresh everybody's memory, this is from 2009, Damn yes. It Maury, a young Damn It Maury and a young Damn It Matthew, uh, proposing on stage at Mariah Carey. Three years ago, Matthew said to me uh, that I would be allowed to ask him to marry me if I ever get If you heard that that was the that was the ultimatum basically which doesn't age to didn't age too well with matthew said to maury that i will marry you if you allow me if you get me to meet mariah carey eh. and if i don't get to meet mariah carey no uh no, no way marriage. so maury you worked your magic and yeah. you went old school where you contacted people there was no sort of dming mariah on social media no, that at the didn't time. exist back then that, back then and then so you hooked it up and then you proposed to matthew on stage that's right 
And to your knowledge, since then, it hasn't happened. No. Right. I don't know. We were the, the first ones. So last night, <gasps> Mariah. Yeah. Let's two gay guys propose to each other on stage. No. And it's huge news today. <gasps> no. And everybody's acting like this has never happened before. Take it away. The audio on this is terrible. But you can play it because it infuriates Maury. Yeah, you can't hear anything. Oh, I, I can hear perfectly fine. You- <laughs> Listen, the crowd's going to go nuts. Listen to that fan reaction. Wow. Hold on, again, again. Honestly, that's true. That's like the definition of true love right, right. there. So, why, oh so God, how, are you fe- how are you feeling about this, Maury? Talk uh, us through this here. Well, I, I mean, I'm a bit upset because we were the, the first true fans to propose on stage with Mariah Carey. Right. And now that this happened, I want to remind all the lambs, this was not the first. Wait. Look it up. I just want to do a comparison real quick. Oh, of, of this crowd. Of the fan reaction. Oh, please. Do so, your thing. Let's, yeah. So let's, let's go back to, to the Dammits in 2009. <laughs> And then we go to what happened this past weekend. Bigger venue. That's way louder, dude. Theirs is definitely longer. Yeah, longer and wider. Well, now we have to clear something up here. Which is what? The proposal that happened on Mariah's stage this weekend was one of Mariah's dancers. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. We were true fans. Oh, so you're saying this doesn't count. I'm saying this doesn't count. Oh, so you're saying that you are still the only true fans that That's got engaged correct. on Mariah's. Oh, That's correct. I think, oh, so I think being somebody who's within Mariah's inner circle would be far more difficult yeah. to get oh, on that stage. not a chance. Yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> not a chance. Sure, Mariah, Mariah, here's the deal. I want to I wanna propose. Okay, no problem. I had to work hard to no, get to that right. stage. So, so for you, it's not just gay proposal is gay proposal. What you're saying is that you actually have to go in and break it apart and look at the details of how they gained access to Mariah's stage. When you look ours up, it's under <laughs> Mariah Carey gay fan proposal. Oh! This one is just gay proposal. Oh! Well, which one's okay. making all the news today? That's yeah. Right. yeah. Well, that one, because we didn't exist so, back then with social media. Right, so that's what you're pissed about, is that you didn't become the viral sensation that you... So I kind of like went on Mariah's Instagram yesterday, oh, like when this no. happened, and I told people, I'm like, look it up. No, you didn't. I did this first. No, you didn't. Yeah, I kind of did. Oh my God. And did anyone reply? Yeah, people were like, why don't you just let them have their moment? Right. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Hey, Kiss, it's Roz and Mocha. How are you? Good, how are you? Good, it's my birthday, and I would love you for you guys to sing for me. Oh, happy birthday. What's your name? Tiffany, I'm going to be 23. Uh, what are you doing for your 23rd birthday? I'm going to work. <laughs> oh, what do you do for a living? I'm a Molly maid. Molly maid, all right. No way, really? Hey. hey let me tell you something. Uh, I grew up in Acton, which is a pretty tough town, and one of the sort of town tough guys who got in a lot of fights, and he was really tough. Yeah. And around the age that people started getting cars and everything else and driving around where you could get out of town and go to the McDonald's and all this stuff, um, his mom 
had the only sort of family vehicle. And yeah. so if he, the town tough guy, wanted to go to McDonald's, oh no, he would have to take his mom's car. And what Which did his was? mom do for a living? She was a Molly maid. <laughs> was it a pink car? Uh, yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. He had the, he had the, the purple car with the pink Molly maid riding on the yeah. side of it. And that was the car that the big tough guy drove around oh, in. Oh no. <laughs> so, so Tiffany, do you have one of those um, one of those Molly maid cars? I used to have one of the cars. I begged my boss to give me a car without stickers. So yeah. luckily, I have the best boss in the world. Yeah. Shout out to Andrew and Trevor. They gave me a car without stickers. Uh, uh, can, I, can I ask a question? I've always wanted to ask a Molly maid person. Go. Yeah, when you're in somebody's, ahead. and be honest, when you're in somebody's house, do you look through the medicine cabinet and look through things? Sometimes. Like there was one time I was in a house and I seen a bunch of like antipsychotic pills and I'm like, uh, <laughs> what do I do? It was pretty funny. I mean, there's times you do, there's times you don't. Like it's just, it depends. Yeah, so, sometimes you can't help it, right? Yeah. I'm not, yeah. I appreciate it when I work, um, when uh, we have somebody who comes over to, to help us out, Colleen, and she's just the best. And she will like look at our stuff and roast us over what we have. Really? Oh, <laughs> yeah. She'll be like, yeah, Catherine will be in the office and Colleen will be in the kitchen. And, and Colleen will just go, Catherine, Catherine. You have a lot of carrots. And, 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 and Catherine's like, yeah, I know. And she's like, can I throw some out? Can I at least throw out the ones that are now white? Or <laughs> 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 like, yeah, okay, you can throw those ones out. The wrong hey, carrots. Tiffany, are you, uh, do you work like all over the city or are you kind of restricted to uh, a certain part of town? Well, right now I'm in um, like Stouffville, Markham area. Oh, okay. Have you ever cleaned a famous person's house? No, oh, okay. not yet. All right. But that would be amazing. You want us to sing for you? Yes, I really do. That would make my day. Okay, here we go. Okay, Maury, that's our note. One, two, three. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Molly May. Happy birthday to Show podcast. I got my family back last. My family back last night. They came back black. <clears throat> yeah, they came back black. <laughs> no, uh, where were they again? They were in Victoria because Catherine's folks live right. out in Victoria. Uh, so they were they were in Victoria for the week, and so I got home last night, and they were home, and then Rox and I just hung out, and yeah. she was less like she missed me so much. It's the greatest thing in the world. She missed me so much that as I was coming home, because I was late last night getting home, so it was around. It was around 6.30. I was still in, a, oh, in an Uber on my way yeah. home. And then Catherine texted me to say that uh, Roxy was starving, but she didn't want to eat her dinner yet because she wanted to wait and eat it with you. Oh, that's so she cute. She hadn't seen me in a week. Yeah. So, yeah, so we came home and then we watched uh, we watched a little Netflix uh-huh. from the same guy who did... Did you ever read the Gersperms books? Do you remember Goosebumps? Yeah, I know. I know did Goosebumps. you ever watch that show? Did you ever watch the Goosebumps show or were you too old? Uh, no, I never watched Goosebumps. Did Gersperms. your sisters ever watch? My watched? sisters love okay. Goosebumps. So, JL, is it JL Stein? Is yeah. that the guy who did Goosebumps? Um, <laughs> he, did an, he did another show too. It was called Which like I, The Haunting or something like that. The Haunting? Yeah, The Haunting. <laughs> and it's sort of a level above. So, if you have a kid that's into Goosebumps, 
it's sort of a level above. It's it's just like it's just aged up a couple of stairs, so yeah. it's a little bit more scary, a little oh, okay. bit more mature than Gersberms. Right. It's just kind of kind of like one level up. Oh, Hermagurt. And so we watched like four episodes of that last night. Or yeah, oh, whatever. Like Summer vacation, like twenty yes. minutes or whatever it yeah. is, right? So we did that, and then she wanted to sleep in the bed with us, so she went down to sleep in the bed. Oh, that's and, uh, cute. Right? Yeah. And because I know, and I, I don't know at what point it ends, but you have a point when you're, and you'll you'll get to this, where your boy is just going to want to sleep with you guys all the time. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait. And it's going to be lovely. It's going to be great. But there's going to be nights where you are like... No, you have to go to bed because you have to actually train them to sleep in their own bed. Yeah. They have to be able to do it. Like they have to be able to sort of detach and separate at night. And then so you go through that phase of where you're forcing them to sleep in their own bed and you celebrate that. Yeah. You celebrate them being able to sleep in their own bed. And then you go through a period where they start sleeping in their own bed and then they walk into your room in the middle of the night and you either have to negotiate with them to go back to bed or negotiate with them that they can come in and eat 20 bucks. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So keep your wallet by your bedside table is what I'm saying <laughs> but now I'm at the point where anytime really anytime Roxy asks to sleep with us I say yes because now I'm at the point of where I'm on the clock uh-huh. and I don't know how much more time I have right I don't know how much longer she's going to want to do that because in like a year you may ask and she's like ah, lame no yeah exactly so now I'm I'm on the clock yeah so you go through all these steps of, of bedtime with a kid because bedtime with a kid is so consuming it takes up so much of your life crib to bed to us to alone to bedtime stories and you want them to, to build up that independence you do. to do it on their own yeah, right yeah hell yeah you do and then when you get to the point of where everybody's just cool and you sleep wherever uh, you're almost at the point now where they don't want to sleep with you anymore yeah oh heartbreaking and it's heartbreaking yeah. and so so I woke up this morning and she was just like curled right up on me and I was just like the, I, it was so tough to come in it was yeah. crazy it was crazy and she sweats so much <laughs> she's just like she sweats she sweats and kids run hot right oh it already run. feels like 40 degrees oh, outside kids run hot and then i tell and i tell her that the rule now because she's getting bigger the rule now is i always say to her i'm like listen chopsticks and she knows what chopsticks is, which, which is she, what? she has to line the bed perfectly in in like a perfect straight line with her oh, arms gosh. by her sides and her and her feet together. Otherwise, she starfishes, and I can't sleep when she starfishes. So I'm always like rocks, chopsticks, not starfish. And then she's like, okay, perfect chopsticks, and she will sleep perfect chopsticks when I'm in bed with her. That's and, weird. And, and even when she's sleeping, I'll elbow her, and I'm like, rock, and I'll be like, oh, Roxy. Chopsticks, and then as she's sleeping, she does the move where she goes to like she goes she's to perfect. Subliminal. Yeah, she's subliminal. I, I, yeah, I've trained her. I've trained her how to sleep like a little like a two by four. And so if I, in our house, chopsticks, we call it the Titanic pose, which is what where you know the two older couple in the Titanic life perfectly still like chopsticks as the boat's going down. So at, when at our house, I'm like Titanic pose. Right. Well, your whole relationship is going down. So it mean, makes sense. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Huge day today over in England. What happened? So Donald Trump's on a big tour over there, causing a lot of ruckus. Yeah. Like, I'm, just a huge ruckus. Everybody's protesting over there. Ah, <laughs> oh, it's just such a ruckus. Uh, but the big story today is that he's sitting down and having uh, tea with the Queen. Oh, yeah? Yes, sir. Now, do you think she wants to meet with him, or is this one of those things where she has to? No, I don't think she has to do anything. Uh. I think that she wants to, whether she likes him or not. The Queen, if you watch that show, 
uh, has a long history of meeting with people that she doesn't necessarily like. Yeah. I, don't yeah, I guess sense that she like very many people at all. Yeah, I think she's probably still only maybe coming around to Meghan Markle. <laughs> <laughs> she's all right. Uh, so let's uh, give the Queen a call if we could, Mocha. Charles, orange is the new black is not about Donald Trump. I told you. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. Uh, good morning, Your Majesty. How are you? I am good. Wonderful. So today's the big day, huh? Having tea with Trump? Oh, it's going to be a par. Tea. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Uh, I don't know if you saw, but there are a lot of protests happening in London right now. There's a lot of what? Protests. Protests. We're all pro-breasts. No. <laughs> no. Uh, pro protests, <laughs> Your Majesty. Forget it. Forget protests. it. Protests. Uh, well, you have done this in the in the past, as Mocha was saying, whether you're obligated to do this or not. But yeah, we know you met Reagan in 82 and uh, George W. in uh, 08 and, of course, Obama in 2016. Now, are you obligated to to sit down and have tea with Donald Trump? He's so dumb. He thought Taco Bell was a phone company in Mexico. (laughs) (laughs) Just out of curiosity, Queen, uh, what kind of tea you guys going to be sipping on today? He is so dumb when he was fired from M&M's. He was fired for throwing out the W's. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that Donald Trump worked for the M&M organization. Uh, it's all going down at Windsor Castle. And of course, we were all made uh, familiar with Windsor Castle because that is where uh, Prince Harry, your grandson, and Meghan Markle had their wedding. Is it going to be good to get sort of back into Windsor Castle for another big event? He's so dumb. <laughs> he went to the dentist to get a blue tooth. <laughs> Oh, my God. Hey, Queen, is anybody else from the royal family going to meet or sit down to talk to or even have tea with Donald Trump? You know, he's so dumb. When they said it was chilly outside, he grabbed a bowl. What do you honestly think about Donald Trump? He's so dumb. He stared at a cup of orange juice for 12 hours because it said... Concentrate. <laughs> wow. wow. I have a feeling this conversation, this uh, tea conversation between Donald Trump and the Queen today is going to go really, really well. You're, uh, you're savage, Queen. Uh, what are you going to wear to the uh, the historic meeting today? A T-shirt, oh, dummy. That's right. Sorry. My bad. Yeah, you idiot. <laughs> My bad. I'm the dummy. I'm the dummy. All right. Uh, okay. Queen Elizabeth, is there anything else uh, on a final note that you would like to say about your meeting with President Donald Trump today? He's so dumb. He cooks with old spice. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, we, we love you, Queen. I feel you could have ended stronger, but we still love you. I'm dead. What? No. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Queen. Uh, and Mocha Show podcast. Um, World Cup happened over the weekend yesterday. The third place game, which is completely pointless, on Saturday. And then, the, of course, the final game. And from everything that I understand, because I only caught a little tiny bit of the game, uh, it's going to sound real old just saying call it a barn burner, but I won't do that. A what? <laughs> a barn burner. You ever heard that expression? No. It's what's a, real a barn, barn burner? burner? 
You never that heard that tragic. expression, you never heard somebody say it's a real barn burner? That's a thing, all right? I'm not going to justify it. And it's exciting? Yeah. Like a real barn burner. Like it was that like... That sounds horrible. Like it was... Uh, that sounds horrific. No, it, no, it's not. Like when you call something a real barn burner, you mean like it was It was very exciting. <laughs> was anything in the barn? No, there was down? nothing in the barn. No. Oh. Okay, and the French one. That's all you need to know. Okay. Uh, where were you yesterday when you were hanging out with French fans? In that, a barn, apparently. That, that, no, at that <laughs> it was same... a real barn burner. Shush you. <laughs> <laughs> at that same bistro that you yeah, found yeah, with yeah, uh, with a couple of televisions right. right on so this is uh, Damon Mori yesterday with a bunch of French soccer fans and there you have it France has won the World Cup what an awesome game I was not bored oh at all watching this 20 years since the last win yeah very nice very nice we like him the best what is it Viva Le Bleu Allez Le Bleu Viva Le Bleu you look like you're about to cry. How does it feel? It's the best day. I, I wait 20 years. I'm very happy. Why are you crying? Because we did it again. After 1999, 1998, I lived that, that game. And we cried a lot because this team is amazing. But I got to ask you this. What is a ghost's favorite soccer position? <laughs> ghoul keeper. Who? Ghoul, like a ghost. Ghoul keeper. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm so happy. I'm so happy. It's the second time in 10 years. Last time we won, it was 20 years ago. Okay, but I got to ask you this. Why can't Cinderella play soccer? Ooh, Cinderella? Because she always runs away from the ball. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's funny. Really funny. <laughs> I'm so happy. It's the best day of my life. And I, and I got married two months ago. <laughs> she said that this is better than your marriage. It is. For us, we're world champion in soccer. <laughs> That's the most amazing thing we can live in our lifetime. Okay, wow. but I got to ask you this. What kind of tea do soccer players drink? I don't know. Penalty. Dude, come on. I don't understand your joke. I, I speak French. I'm so happy, man. One of the best days of my life. You, you, you smell like beer. I drink only two beers. I smell like happy. Excuse me, how happy are you right now? Oh, sorry. I don't know. I don't uh, speak English. I'm... How, how happy? Happy? How happy? happy very happy, yes. Uh, why, why so happy today? Oh, because... Uh... You won. You won. Yes. Rosin Mocha Show podcast. Hi, is this Olivia? Hi, it's Olivia. Yeah. Uh, okay, Olivia, don't say anything yet. Uh, Roz, Olivia tweeted us just now. Oh, okay. What's and up, Olivia? She Hi. wants to talk about something. I can't believe I'm talking to you guys. Sorry. She <laughs> wants to talk about uh, something that you love to talk about, Roz. Myself. No. Well. Oh. Kind well, of. Well, a little bit. Okay, go ahead. Uh, Olivia had a dream about us. Roz. Oh God, nobody cares about your dream. <laughs> but it was about you. It doesn't even matter. They're never interesting. Okay. I, I, you know me. Let me just reiterate for people. If you want to ruin relationships, uh, have no friends, and never have a meaningful conversation, uh, start a conversation with, oh my God, I have to tell you about my dream last night. I will turn around and walk out of the room. Your dreams are only interesting to you. And we've tested this time and time again on this show. Your dreams are only interesting to you. Nobody has any interest in hearing about your dreams. Olivia, before you continue with uh, your story about your dream, I had a dream recently yeah. about Hulk Hogan and that he died. 
And they always say that when you dream about someone dying, that means good news is about to happen. And uh, they're in for some, like, big, you know, something exciting. Yeah. And Hulk Hogan was just reinstated, just put back into the WWE Hall of Fame. Uh, great. Look at that. Great. Right? Olivia, let's go. So I just had a dream about you guys last night. Uh, we were just all hanging out and everything. The us- well, not the usual. I've had dreams about you guys a few times. I'm a huge fan. Um, so we were all hanging out. I may have the hots for Roz, like, a little bit not gonna lie so wait where were you said we were hanging out where were we i honestly don't even know like were we inside like, were we outside we were outside hanging out i think it was kind of like a barbecue situation nice. was i wet oh god like had i just come out of the pool or something or no i'm not gonna comment to that oh, okay. <laughs> Maury's like why not he's <laughs> like Maury, go on he's very interested in your dream oh my gosh did i make a move on you or no Maybe. I did make a move on what? you. I'm curious to but know. I shouldn't bring that up because you got Catherine. Of course I do, but it's your dream. It's not my dream. Oh, look who's all of a sudden interested in somebody's dream. Oh, wow. wait. Yeah, I thought it didn't matter. Well, let's just put a pin in that. I need to know, in your dream, uh, what was my move? What was my line? Oh, you didn't have to do anything. Oh. I'm smitten already. <laughs> oh, God, Olivia. And so what did you and I do with Mocha during all this? Did we send him, like, for beer and stuff, or what happened? Yeah, he left. We're like, hey, you got to go now. Don't know what he ended up doing, but... <laughs> you kicked him out. Him go, oh, kicked yeah, out. we kicked him out. You kicked me out of your dream? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> what a diss. <laughs> now I regret getting in touch with you, Olivia. <laughs> <laughs> so how did it end? Did you wake up happy? Oh, definitely. Uh, in a great mood today. How could I not? But, uh, that's just, that's that just me that. clapping, by the way. <laughs> nobody, nobody, else is, nobody else is clapping. <laughs> well, I'm happy to have uh, uh, popped into your dream. Yeah, you made a girl happy. You didn't even have to do anything. There you go. That's the dream, right? <laughs> Isn't that the dream? <laughs> that's right up there. That's like, a, this is like the, the, the sort of mental, uh, I don't even know what you call it. It's like Passive income, you know what I mean. It's like when you, it's like when you you, you work all weekend to make soap and then you just sell it on the internet while you're sleeping. This for me, I make people happy. We don't even have to be on the radio. You just exactly. dream about it. It's fantastic. Yeah. All right, I Olivia. I'm a huge fan. Do I even need to ask who your favorite is between Roz and Mocha? I know you get this all the time, but I like you guys for different reasons. No, but who's your favorite? You oh, even damn. after that, you still can't say I'm your favorite. No. Oh. Okay. Well, Roz, I do talk about Roz all the time to my friends and stuff. They're Same. probably sick of it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm done with this. Olivia, we love you. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show. Okay, thanks, guys. Love you. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. If you remember, on Friday, Damn it, Maury was lamenting how he didn't have access to a boat because he really wanted to just sit on like the bow of a boat and soak up the sun and Instagram the heck out of it. Just kick it. Just yeah. kick it. We all have dreams. And so he wrote on Twitter, he go, uh, he says, how do I not know someone with a boat? Exclamation mark, exclamation mark, exclamation mark, question mark, question mark. All I want to do is hang out on a boat Saturday. That was in all caps, by the way. Damn. Does anyone have a big, luxurious boat around Queens Key and want to have me hang out with you for a bit? I'll tell jokes and bring drinks. And then so we got a call from somebody named Chelsea on Friday mm. who said that she has a family boat and they'd love to have Damon Mori on the boat, which was incredible. Did you go on the boat? And then Saturday morning, Maury gets this text. 
I really wish I could have made it work. <gasps> no! <laughs> this was such an awful weekend for me, but unfortunately, I can't make it work. I tried everything that I could, but this weekend just really didn't work out. Very sorry for any inconvenience. If this was literally any other weekend, I would have been able to set it up. I'm incredibly sorry. Now, if you need another weekend, please let me know. So it didn't work out for you more. No. At all. <laughs> Damn, son. Uh, oh. And you were all ready. Did you have I jokes have, ready? I prepared a whole like routine. Oh. <laughs> like I was gonna, I was gonna walk onto the boat and be like, "Oh, buoy! I, I can't wait to tell you some jokes. Hope you like them. You'll never know till you try. Yacht try." Right. That to me sounds like a made-up text. Not like Maury made it up. Oh. Like the girl, she needed to get out of it and just fully lied to Maury. Because like, to me, it sounds like, oh no, we're gonna make it work. So sorry. Yeah, there's a lot of apologizing in here for some to for somebody that she doesn't know. Yeah, there's a lot of apologizing. I I really I really wish I could have made this work. This is such an awful weekend for me, but unfortunately, I can't make this work. I tried everything that I could, but this weekend, again, she's just repeating over and over again, just really didn't work out. Everything is work, work, work. Yeah. Very sorry for and, any inconvenience. And she didn't give like a reason, like, we can't because my folks need the boat this weekend, or we can't because, yeah, you know, we're getting the, the, the motor repaired or something. What, uh, what, was your, the deck. what was your routine that you had prepared more? Well, do, you wanna, like, do you want to do it now? Sure. Okay. I have to stand you know, up like I'm on the front of the boat. Okay, no, we don't need that. This uh, is a, no, 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 no comedy no, club. No, okay, cool. No, because no, we're on a boat. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Hold on. Whoosh. Thank you. Whoosh. Oh, buoy! I can't wait to tell you some jokes. Hope you like them. You'll never know till you you try. Well, now if you were on the boat, were you gonna put your finger in your belly button like you just did in front of strangers, or no? Yeah, make yourself at home. Okay. I know what you're thinking. You can't just barge. In here like that, because barges, boats and barges. I just fish we had more time. And they'll laugh. Yeah. <laughs> so why didn't the sailor play cards, everyone? Why? Because the captain was standing on the deck. <laughs> All right. Why are fast yachts like popular furniture stores? And then somebody on the boat will be like, Why? Both always seem to have a sail on. And then I'll be, how do you make a yacht look younger? And then somebody in the boat. How? Boat talks. <laughs> and then I'll pause and have a, like some sips. And then I'll be like, hey, do you want me to tell some more jokes? No. What detergent do sailors use? What? Tide. <laughs> I'm not one for buoyancy, but whatever floats your boat. <laughs> And then by now, we're kind of on our way back to shore. Oh, you <laughs> What? Yeah. What keeps a dock floating above water? And somebody in the boat. What? Peer pressure. Right. I'm like, who wants one more joke, everyone? I do. Okay. Nobody. <laughs> a sailor eating alphabet soup found the seven seas. Sorry, pause. Did you just say alphabet <laughs> soup? Yeah. A sailor eating alphabet soup. Like, how would you spell that? Like, as if you're spelling elephant? Like, E-L-E? E-L-F. 
E-O-E-L-F. Yeah, you have the word right in front of you. How is it spelled? Oh, A-L-P-H. Yeah. A-P-H. What's, what's the thing on the front of your, uh, the, the back of your apartment building that with the sliding door that you can go out and stand on? Balcony. Right, the balcony. <laughs> okay. Yeah, the alphabet on yeah. the balcony. Okay, sorry, you, know, you know where I'm going with this, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. okay. All right, and I'm like, okay, everyone, have fun. I'll yeah. see you later. Okay. Wait, you didn't finish that last joke. With oh, the, with did I not? Alpha, alphabet. Oh, yeah, I did. Uh, yeah, a sailor eating um, alphabet soup found the seven seas. Yeah, that's the joke. Oh, so those are the jokes you're going to tell? You know what, Maureen? There, I don't know if there's a sadder sound in the world than hearing a comic fold up his page of jokes <laughs> after the routine is over. Because you shouldn't be able to hear that. We, yeah. You should be just be like, like applause and laughter. Uh, <laughs> when you finish your routine and you can hear you folding up your paper full of jokes... Okay, on, encore, encore, encore. You, you, have more? you have one more? For no, no, encore? no, that's, that was my routine. I'm going to put it in my pocket in case there's a boat out there. Yeah, sure. All right. You feel better about yourself? Yeah, okay. I, I kind of felt bad for you. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. David Morey and I were on a boat yesterday. Oh, you finally went on a boat! We went on a boat! We were asked to um, host a company thing. With the sales department. Oh, uh, it was like a, uh, a corporate booze cruise, one yeah. of those? Nice. Uh, boating around with a bunch of uh, clients and stuff. Hold on, more. You finally got on a boat, man. Why are you not celebrating right now? How did I not know about this? He was wearing his uh, nautical uh, shirt, striped shirt. He was <laughs> one of four people I saw on the boat in stripes. Wearing a boat shirt? Yeah, wearing a boat shirt. <laughs> and he even showed up wearing a captain's hat. Oh, uh, yeah? yeah like- and, and the captain let him like drive the boat for a second. I don't imagine it's hard to drive a boat like that. Like, he just put his hands on the wheel. Yeah. Uh, snapped the pick, and the captain was like, all right, get out of here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but as we know, you know, last week, Dan Mori's mission, because he tweeted out that he wanted, he was like, how do I not know somebody with a boat? All I want to no. do is be on a boat. <laughs> it was, how do I not some, know somebody with a big, luxurious boat? Right. Come on in here, Mori. How are you not celebrating right now with us? This is a big day, man. And- he finally got on a boat. Uh, he got one invite and then quickly got a text right after. It was like, mm, yeah, so guess what? It's not going to work. Damn, Maury had like a, a full uh, routine, comedic routine, prep. Yeah, that I was like, you know, ready to go. I had it in my pocket. Yeah. Now, you did those jokes on the show the other day because you felt like you got screwed out of doing them in front of strangers on a boat. Uh, did you get to do them yesterday? I sure did. The same jokes that we already heard? Yes. Oh. <laughs> yes, the exact same. Good <laughs> yeah. morning, everybody. Yeah. Sailors use tie. tie. Oh. I said it first. 
tough room. It's a decent crowd, though. Yeah, yeah they played along. They played but, along. I think people are laughing because you're famous. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. We welcome back to the Ronza Mocha Show. We welcome home the one, the only. We love her so much, Alessia Cara. What is going on? Nothing much. I'm just. I'm so happy to be here again. This is cool. Um. Oh, first of all, happy belated birthday. Thank you. What Thanks. did you do to celebrate your 22nd? Um, I worked all day. Yeah. But at least, I mean, I got to release a song on that day, so that was cool. Um, and like, I had a little cake. My my. Friends and my team got me a little a cake, which was really sweet. Were you here? Were you, um, were you at home or where were you? I was in New York. Oh, okay. Yeah. And uh, the song that you're talking about that you released on your birthday last week, A Little More is what it's called. And I read that uh, you wrote that song in your basement. Mm-hmm. So your basement outside of Canada or like your basement in Brampton? My basement in Brampton. For real? Yeah, yeah, I did. Oh, nice. <laughs> I wrote it at home, yeah. Wow. So anytime you come home, you legit just go and stay at home where you grew up. Yeah, yeah. We, it, obviously, it's rare that I get to do that, but mm-hmm. when I do, that is that's home. Did your family keep your room exactly the same way? Yes, thankfully yeah? they haven't. They haven't like turned it into like the workout room yet. Or... It's not a sewing room yet. <laughs> no, not yet. No, not yet. In a couple years, I feel it coming. They're trying to kick me out. I feel it. <laughs> uh, do you do you feel that you have to because you are twenty two and and there was so much made about how mature you were for the age you were when you first hit? Do you feel that maybe there's a pressure to kind of grow more than other? artists your age have um i mean i guess in a sense there's like a bit of pressure there because you know people would say that and like because i don't see that in myself i I see just a human being who like makes many mistakes and like doesn't have it all together i guess a little bit but i mean i've only ever done everything like through just like being me so it's not like i ever try to I don't know how to explain it sure. I, I think I think like if I just keep being myself then hopefully people will get that and hopefully there'll be natural growth there where, I mean if not that would be where bad. did your perspective come from because you've always had such a great way of articulating and relating to your audience whether it's about relationships or about life or this kind of thing like you where did that perspective come from how did you get so good at that oh thank you first of all um I don't know I think for me Self-expression comes easiest when I'm writing. Um, yeah. I don't really know how to express myself that well through just like speaking to people. I, like I like jumble my words. I don't really know how. So for me, the only way that I could do that is sitting down and, and putting it in, in song form. Um, and so I guess it just came from like having all these built up emotions um, and not knowing how to release them elsewhere and just like figuring out a way to just release it that way. And, yeah. I don't. I, I'm just glad. I think I just got lucky that everybody can understand <laughs> what I'm saying. Does it still feel weird to hear Grammy Award winning artists yeah. before <laughs> your name when someone's either doing an interview or you're about to perform on stage or going to make a television appearance? Yeah, and it seems like people use it all the time now. It's yeah. just like I guess that's just a thing now. Uh, yeah, I. It still feels so weird. I don't even like. Doesn't feel like it's even a thing where is your grammy anyway it i just came in the mail like a couple weeks ago and i still don't know where to put it so it's just like in the box that's so bad it's still in the box in my room and are I you don't serious know where to, yes i know because i'm trying to think of a good place to put it and i just keep staring at it every day and i'm like where do i put this i think i want to make a shelf like build a shelf for it and like either keep it in my room or i don't know like where do you put well that's that? the problem right yeah that's the problem it has to be worthy Yo, we can go to like ikea or home depot right now 
after this and get you a shelf. It's not that difficult. I know, but it is. It is that difficult. You got to like really think about where it's supposed to go. Oh, that's so shameful that's in the box. Uh, so the new album, The Pains of Growing. Yes. Uh, how long have you been working on this album? Uh, for about a year and a half now. Yeah. When do we get it? Yeah. When's the release date? Um, I don't have a date, but September is what I'm aiming for. Okay. So hopefully. You got to, The Pains of Growing. Mm-hmm. There's got to be a story behind that. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, I think I have, obviously I have the song Growing Pains. Yeah. Um, and I wanted to name the album something that felt more like a story, like you're about to like open up a storybook. So I called it The Pains of Growing because that just sounds more like a, like a big novel or like a, I don't know, a book you're about to read. It sounds more like a title, I guess, um, because this album has such a concept to it and such like a flowing story of the last two years that I just wanted it to feel that way. And of course, calling it The Pains of Growing is just, for, to me, um, a way of saying like all pain and all, all you know negativity that we feel is mm-hmm. temporary and we can all grow from those experiences, which right. is something I've, I've tried to do with all of my experiences. And you today's plain pink t-shirt, and uh, I want to let everybody know that just on the front of it, in just super simple letters it just reads be nice is yes. that to remind you or to remind other people um i think everybody yeah we all need reminders sometimes to be to be nice to yourself to other people real quick before we let you go alessia cara how's your mom doing because i know your ma is like a super huge fan of the razamoka show <laughs> yes, you guys she's probably listen listening she's gonna be, yeah uh, <laughs> she still loves you she's amazing she's always listening constantly like tells yeah. me every time you guys talk about me so make sure be careful of what you say be nice we've never because, said a we, bad because thing about I always, you she will tell me no i'm just kidding she always says you guys are like so nice that's why i'm so happy to be here because you're always so supportive and sweet and like it's just the best you guys well awesome. alessia car you know you always have a uh have a home on the raza mocha show thank you thank you for always making time to visit us congratulations on everything grammy <laughs> award winner <laughs> alessia cara thank ladies you. and gentlemen look out for that new album uh the pains of growing we cannot wait to hear it and again uh thank you for making time for us on the raza mocha show thank you guys for making time okay, all right cool and alessia car you're gonna be performing for us on the raza mocha show what are you doing today i'm gonna be doing uh, growing pains yeah which i love by the way it's such a good song thank you yeah Thanks the production so on it is just like amazing and i mean just, you're just such a talented songwriter thank you and so much. Uh, we love watching you perform live so we cannot wait for this <laughs> uh, we're just gonna step back alessia car ladies and gentlemen it's growing pains I try to ignore it But home's looking farther The closer I get Don't know why I can't see the end Is it over yet? Mm. Short leash and soft fuse don't match They tell me it ain't that bad Now don't you overreact So I just hold my breath Don't know why I can't see the sun When young should be fun Fun And I guess the bad can get better Gotta be wrong before it's right Every happy phrase engraved in my mind I've always been a go-getter There's truth in every word I write But still the growing pains, growing pains They're keeping me up at night And I can't hide Cause growing pains are keeping me up at night 
keeping me up at night I try to mend what's left of my contending comprehension As I take on the stress of the mess that I've made Don't know if I even care for grown If it's just alone, yeah And I guess the bad can get better Gotta be wrong before it's right Every happy phrase engraved in my mind I've always been a go-getter There's truth in every word I write But still the growing pains, growing pains They're keeping me up at night yeah, 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 yeah. And I can't hide Cause growing pains are keeping me up at night And I can't hide Cause growing pains are keeping me up at night Starting to look like Miss Know-It-All Can't take her own advice, can't find Pieces of my peace of mind I cry more than I want to admit But I can't lie to myself, to anyone Cause phoning it in isn't any fun Can't run back to my youth the way I want to The days my brother was quicker to fool AM radio, not much to do Use monsters as an excuse to lie awake Now the monsters are the ones that I have to face No band-aids for the growing pains Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no band-aids for the growing pain. Hey, the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. They've added a bunch of new emojis. Oh, wait a minute. My no, they're adding. They're adding. Oh, Sorry, they're adding. I was going to say, my phone did uh, some sort of an update overnight. So did I get the new emojis? Uh, so what a new emoji. They're always... Uh, Emojis now, now are in, they're always inclusive based. It's never just something that somebody thinks is real cool, right? Are these the ones that they had talked about um, like months and months ago that they're uh, going to add? Like the redhead? Yeah. Yeah, so they're adding redheads, uh curly-haired options. Those they say are going to be the most popular. Also, I believe a cupcake. Has there not been a cupcake emoji yet? No. I was shocked to read this. Yeah. No, I don't have the new update yet. Uh, new animals include a kangaroo, mm-hmm. a parrot, and a lobster. Aww. And uh, all the new foods include uh, cupcake, as we said, mango, and a head what? of lettuce. I love mango. Yo, I eat mangoes every day. Do you really? I yeah. just learned how to cut a mango. Really? What do you uh-huh. mean? I looked on YouTube on how to slice up okay. a mango. <laughs> so when you cut a mango, though, right? Because I know I know the technique. Because cut. people... Y- y'all just, can discuss this. I don't even know what a mango looks like, to they, be honest with you. What? Hold on. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, you don't know what a mango looks like? Just Google mango for God's sake. Okay, yeah, yeah, all right, I get you. Looks like a, like a mango. There's okay. the yellow one and then there's the red one. <laughs> <laughs> now, do you slice, like with the skin still on, slice off a piece and then you take the, the tip of the knife and you run it across and you create like little squares? Oh. Yeah, and then, you, and then you turn it into a hat. And then you cut off the little like squares. Like if you fold it backwards kind of thing yeah. into See, itself. And Let me tell you what my technique is, because I hate that technique. I feel like you waste the mango. My technique is I take a peeler, and I will peel the skin off of the mango first. Mm-hmm. And then I'll slice it. Yeah, but then you're getting your pieces. hands all over the mango that you're sharing so with people. So what, man? Whereas if Sharing you do it this people, way, no, it's I'm not touched by anyone. Myself. What does it taste like, mango? Is it gross? Oh, it sounds gross so to me. so good. It's good? I, what? Yeah. You don't have mango? No. 
Yo, I'm gonna bring some in for you tomorrow. No, I'm not into that. No, why not? Man, I don't know. It's it doesn't appeal to me. Man, it's, dude, it's, it's so good. It's now. It's not yellow. It's not orange. I don't know what it is. It's kind of like that in between thing. Nah, it doesn't appeal to me. I'm gonna bring some in for you tomorrow. Ah, is, is, is it hard? It doesn't appeal to me. Thank you, Maury. Is it hard or is it soft? Well, no, it's hard soft. in the middle. There's a there's a well, there's crisp. a seed inside. Is a seed or a core? No, it's a seed. Hmm. So, but what does the actual mango taste like? Uh, or like feel like? What does it feel like? One it's word. Soft. Tropical. It tastes tropical. Man, I, I understand that though. I actually do understand that. See? I actually do understand that. But what does it feel like? Uh, it's very, very soft. Oh, like a it, hot dog. No, it tastes like... Uh, softer than a hot dog. Softer than a hot dog. Skin, almost. Like it tastes like, like, uh, like okay. light and wet. Pause for one second. God, more Y'all you- just told me that a mango... <laughs> Is very much like eating a hot dog covered in fish skin. No, so <laughs> more you are you okay? You're no longer allowed to talk about delicious food. Is it food. not? Is it not like kind of ghibli and wet? No, right again. So a ghibli wet hot dog covered in fish skin. That's what mangoes like, but tropical. No, thank you, bro. You are so gonna get now. Fired when from you the say show. tropical, I just think a wet ghibli hot dog with fish skin that's left in the sun. Ah, that's so gross, man. I don't know what mango is. <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Um, yesterday on the Roz and Mocha Show, we discovered, I discovered, shockingly, that Roz, you had never eaten a mango before. And I got a lot of heat for this yesterday. People were very offended over the fact that I had never had mango. We even got an email from a guy where the subject line was free mangoes. And he was <laughs> like, bro, call me. I guess he wanted us wanted to hook us up with like a bunch of free mangoes. Yeah. I eat a mango like every day. Listen, growing up, Guyanese. It's almost like you have to. And I know and I that love, love mangoes so much. My kid loves mangoes. And you guys did a horrible job describing it yesterday because I'd asked you what the sort of feeling is like, what the texture is no, like. No, Maury did it a horrible feels, job. What it feels to it's soft. Eat, a, eat a mango. And what I got out of it, if I can recall, was a ghibli wet hot dog covered in fish skin. No, that's, it's not, no. Left that's, in the sun. That's not the way to describe no. okay. a mango. Okay. It's just Are they sweet? I'm not a huge fan fruit. of sweet. Yeah, they oh, are. Okay. I mean, the way I like to eat the mango is yeah. when they're uh, fully ripe and they're sweet. Yeah. Um, some people like when it's right before it gets ripe and they cut it. It's a little bit harder, maybe like uh, the texture of an apple right. when you bite into it. Yeah. Uh, and it's a little, little bit sour. Gotcha. Oh, here, I'll say something else to people. Just let me get this off my chest. Sure. I don't like avocado either. What? I hate avocado. Yo, millennials will be mad at you for yeah, saying that. Yeah, I don't like avocado. I don't and, mind and, it. And anytime you order avocado on anything, they put too much avocado on it. Where yeah, because they're just, like, oh, big shot. It just squishes shot? out everywhere. You want avocado? Yeah, Here's no. your avocado. No, anytime anything has ever come with avocado on it, it's just too much of it. It's too much. Um, uh, so, anyway, so back to mango. So what I did was... Uh, you brought some. I brought... I, and oh. I even cut it up into oh, little did. squares. Yeah. Did you do that cool move where you cut it into cubes and you fold the thing back? No. no? My, I hate that technique because I think you waste mango when you oh, do you that technique. you waste tec- mango Yeah, like that. I think so. Okay. And it's, I hate that technique. So All what right. I do, the way I uh, peel a mango and cut it is I take uh, just a regular peeler, like a potato peeler. Yeah. And I peel all the skin off and then I'll take a knife and slice one side, yeah. slice the other side, slice off yeah. basically four sides of it, yeah. and, uh, and chop it into cubes. How thick is the, sk- how thick is the skin? Oh, super thin. Oh, so like yeah, if, it's if, like an apple peel. So if you call it stupid, it won't get upset. <laughs> Good one. God, uh, you're so funny. Okay. Okay, so hold on. Give me so do you want to smell? So I can smell? make people happy. They can Here. get off my back. Ooh, 
smells Social like media. Here, smell it. I don't even know why I have Twitter anymore. All people do is make fun of me. Because you're a smooth, cool dude. Stop it. <laughs> so I'm just going to go in here with my hands? Oh, sure. I don't like the way it feels. Why? Nah, I don't like the way it feels. You know what it feels like to me? Why? Pumpkin. Oh, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Uh, well, let me see which piece you're taking there. This one. Oh, yeah. Great. One that looks great. Like, uh, like a fingernail. Uh, okay. I'll eat it. God, you're yeah. too loud. Well, I'm just for the radio. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not a fan. Are you serious? Yeah. I don't like what's in the middle. I don't like the texture of it. Are you serious? Yeah. You don't yeah. like mango? No. The taste is fine, right? But I don't like it. I don't... It's sort of like an in-between... You were right, Maury. You're, like, you're cautiously eating that mango. Yeah. And Maury, I'm going to tell you right now, and don't let your pants get blown off because this may be the first time you ever hear this, but I think you were right when you described it as being ghibli. I never knew what that meant until I actually ate mango. It oh, is ghibli. Man. I'll tell you, parts of it are hard and parts of it are soft. And so when you put something in your mouth where parts of it are hard and parts of it are soft, the part that's soft then feels like it's rotten, like you shouldn't be eating it. Like I feel like when I put this in my mouth, the hard part is the part that I should be enjoying, but it's gone rotten and it's too squishy and um, jelly-like. I'm not a... Uh, but isn't the taste happy? Yeah, but... How would I, you describe the taste? But I just don't like it in my mouth. It smells nice. It smells okay. But I just don't like it in my mouth. Like, I, if I could just swallow a piece without chewing it, yeah. I would probably be fine. You could try that. No. Yeah, you could. What, what, sm- eat, what eat mango like it's a pill? <laughs> yeah. Just sw- that's right. a small like Plug your nose right and no. tilt your head back. No, I'm not going to do that. Wow. No, I really don't. Eat anyone eat mango the way you are right no, now. No, I really don't like it in my mouth. I really don't. It's fine. Like, I get it. It's happy. It is tropical. Makes you feel good. Makes you think of summer. I feel like I'm eating something that's not bad for me. Like, I get all those things. Yeah. I just wish it wasn't in my mouth when it's in my mouth. That's what she said. Saw it? Yeah, I don't really. I'm not a huge fan. Really? That's nah, fine. It's fine. If I never have a never another mango ever again in my life, I'm good. I mean, it's, it's so confusing. Like, when people say they don't like tomato. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm good. There, I had one. Y'all happy now? Here, and take it back. <laughs> okay. Can I have the rest? Yeah. Oh, it's not I'm that gonna, great. Really? Nah. Wow. It's not that great. I'm going to re- reevaluate our friendship. No. Nah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. You ever stood someone up on a date? <sighs> Never. Never? Never. You? You ever, been, you, ever, you ever been stood up? I don't think I have. But when we say stand somebody up on a date, are we always talking for malicious reasons? Well, is there any other kind when you're talking about standing somebody up? I mean, unless, of oh, course, Oh, maybe, you, like, you legit like, forgot or, like, you're running yes. super, super late. Or, or something came up. Nobody came up. Standing somebody up is usually the definition you of standing. You decide to not go when you yeah. don't tell them. Yeah, because, like, okay. the, the time I was stood up, I followed up, and the guy said, I, you know, because it was a blind date, the guy said, I, I saw what you look like and decided <laughs> I wasn't interested. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. And like, eight years later, y'all are married. <laughs> how, did he, uh, how did he see what you look like? So this was obviously back like, before social. But this was like way a long time ago where it's like, hey, meet me at the corner of Young and Bluer or whatever. I'll be wearing yeah. the striped shirt. 
Right. And then you wait. Wait, how did you meet though? Like, uh, like it was like on a on a chat site or something. Yeah. And then you and then of course I'm standing there for two hours and I go, hey dude, what happened? Two hours. You oh, waited? I thought maybe you was stuck in the subway or traffic or two something. Two hours. You waited at the corner of Young and Bloor for two. hours. What else I got to do? <laughs> so, <laughs> so then I messaged the oh, person no. back when I got home. I'm like, what the hell happened? He's like, yeah, sorry, I you know I drove by and not interested. No. Yeah, oh, that like, sucks. Oh, well, at least he was honest. That's yeah. terrible. Uh, have you ever stood somebody up? Yeah, sure. Yeah? Yeah. For the reasons that they just didn't seem... No, change of heart. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I have. I'll be honest. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever been stood up? Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. But mainly like Maury because I used you to use... by and I used, saw the person. <laughs> no, I used to use chat lines all the time and yeah. stuff like that. And you would... It would be two o'clock in the morning and you, you would... Up to no good? You were just up to no good and then... You would say, hey, let's just meet, and then you'd make a plan to meet, and then you'd just fall asleep. <laughs> right? I wasn't really that interested. <laughs> I wasn't really that interested. Like, you sound hot and everything. Yeah, but. yeah. So anyway, so according to a new survey, 69% of people have said that they've never stood anyone up on a date. 14% of people have done it once. 7% have done it several times. Now, the Damn. survey also found that uh, the younger someone is, the more likely they are to skip out on a date. I fully agree with that. And uh, men are slightly more likely than women to stand somebody up on a date. Which is, it's tough savage. too. It is, I, it, it is savage. Especially then, because there was so much mystery involved. Now, you know what somebody looks like. There is no such thing as a blind date anymore. No, there is. There is no. no but people no, use fake pictures on Tinder or Grinder. But that's different, though. But then you show up, and it's not the person you've been. You know, they're a grifter at that point. Like you just get up, <laughs> you get up and leave. Somebody's lied to you. Yeah. You know, to get you into the to get you into the room. But the the idea of now of a of a blind date is gone. Like it is completely gone. Yeah. It will. Uh, that experience of going out on a to to a restaurant or to a bar to meet someone who you have no idea what they look like is now gone. It's a thing of the past. It's extinct. Hey, does speed dating still exist? It does. Yeah? Yeah. When you show up at, you know. I did that once. Did you? I did that once where they ring the bell and you switch to the next table. Yeah. So you show up. I'm just going. <laughs> so you show up because I've never done it before. Yeah. You show up to wherever let's say a restaurant sure. there's like 10 tables yeah and 10 singles sitting there and you all just kind of like get up and move from table to table yeah. and have a quick conversation and as maury said maybe a bell rings or a buzzer goes off or something and then you switch tables and you talk to another person yeah and it, was, it, was an, it was analog tinder yeah basically yes, it really was right? you never had enough time to yeah. talk to the person no how did that work out for you though Oh, it was terrible. It was the worst. Is it also because they saw what you look like? Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hi, Roz and Mocha. Um, can I be on the show? And say what? And say which one of you is better. Is better? Wow. Oh, no. Next level. We've never asked that question before. First of all, what's your name? Jojo. Jojo. Welcome to the Roz and Mocha Show. Jojo, what's your real name? Um, Joseph. Okay. Joseph. Okay. Joseph, how old are you? Um, nine. Joseph, okay. how old are you really? <laughs> nine. No, you're not. How are, old are you? Are you really eight about to be nine? No. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, Joseph, for the first time ever in the history of the Ross and Mocha show, <laughs> we're not going to ask you who your favorite is between Ross and Mocha. Rather, uh, who is better between Ross and Mocha? Go for it. Um, Ross. Why? 
Because he's better. Oh, yeah. See, we're talking to a nine-year-old here. Sorry, we're talking to an eight-year-old here. But why? Why is Roz better? Because he's funnier. What was the last funny thing that Roz said? Don't say that because he's going to not give no examples. Just don't do that. Don't embarrass me. Everything? Yeah, see? <laughs> see? <laughs> okay, Roz. Right. You're better. Now I'm starting to get the sense that you laugh more at me than with me. Um, with you. Okay. <laughs> Thank uh, you, Joseph. Thanks, Joseph. Hey. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Uh, today is uh, National Caviar Day and Hot Dog Day. What? Yeah. Have I ever had caviar? Maury said caviar. Maury had caviar in here one day. No, no, no. No? No. What was it? I couldn't afford it, so we did anchovies. You couldn't afford caviar, so you did anchovies? Yeah. Oh, we right. did it with sour it was sour <laughs> candy day and caveats thing something else than caviar day. I guess it's also sour candy day. And so we ate them at the same time. Oh Not right! We. Don't say we. Yeah, don't, sorry, yeah. sorry, me. Yeah. There's a lot of things you, yeah. you get reference to the show and say we. Yeah. This is not one of them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like you sound like Justin Trudeau after he got <laughs> accused of groping that woman. We can all learn from it. No, it's not we at this point, yeah. man. We this didn't is, that woman. You know, <laughs> this is all you, brother. I'm not being accused of anything right now. Uh, we, Maury, did not eat anchovies and uh, sour candy. It was uh, it was all it me. Was, it was all you okay, in this thank situation. Thank you for clearing that up. Um, yeah, so it's a hot dog day. God, I love hot dogs. I, I had, really love hot I dogs. I had three last night. You did. Three always, hot dogs? And the funny thing is I always do the first one with a bun, yeah. and then the, the last two just fork and knife. Just wiener, right? Just wiener. Yeah. Really? And these ones that I have are like organic-y amazing hot dogs, yeah. and they're so good. What kind? They're called Beretta, like the yeah. car. What do they taste like? Do they taste like a hot dog, or do they no, taste they a little don't. Can I just say they taste like, like uh, stronger meat? Like strong meat. Like they went to the strong cow. Right. What? Like the swole cow. <laughs> the swole the cow. That, the one that's like GTL all day. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, do you, Everybody has their own perfect way of cooking a hot dog. Right? It's, yeah, it's like 25 minutes on each side. 25 Excuse minutes me? on each side? Yeah, like I put them on the grill. I close the lid. I sit down in the chair, stare at the CN Tower for 20 minutes. And then I flip them. Oh, so I guess it would be 40 minutes for the whole dog. You cook a hot dog for 40 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Wait, on what temperature? It's got to be super low. I don't know. Flame. What Whatever it, temperature what flames are. I imagine High? it would... High? <laughs> yeah. That would look like a bone when it came <laughs> off there. Yeah. It's kind of black on both sides. Yeah. <laughs> I, I imagine it would be. There's not much that you can put on a grill for 40 minutes that wouldn't be black on both sides. <laughs> Okay, so your process of cooking a hot dog is what? So I put them all on the grill, close the lid, yeah, sit in a chair, stare at the CN Tower 20 minutes, raise the lid, flip, lid down, stare at Tower. Why that long, though? Because um, every time I bring it down, Matthew's like, are you sure they're done? But you know, hot dogs are already cooked, right? Like, yeah, they're not, they just need like a little No, they're grilling. not. Yeah, they yeah, are. You can eat a raw you're hot saying, dog. You're saying in, in the, whatever you call it, the, the, the casket? Yeah. Well, the, the the casket, yeah, yeah. The, the sock, yeah, is the case, cooked, the, yeah. yeah, is cooked meat. You can eat a hot dog right out of the package. No, that's how you get salmonella poisoning. No, it is not how you get that thing, which whatever it was that you just said, salmonella. No, oh. it's not. You can eat a hot dog. You ever had a hot dog right out of the package? No, I've, I used I've, to take I used to take a hot dog out of the package cold, wrap a piece of processed cheese around it, oh, and just yeah. eat it like that. So you're oh, saying oh, if oh, I had oh, hot dogs oh, right oh. now, I could eat them right out of the package? Yes, Maury. Of course you can. Come on, everybody knows that. I've never uh, known. Do that. you have a way to cook a hot dog? 
Do you have a special guess, way to cook a hot dog? No, I used to boil them yeah. back in the day. Yeah. Microwave? Like five at a time. Yeah. And just like crush those after school. Yeah. Uh, now I just like toss them on the grill. Really? Well, wintertime, yeah. it's microwave. Yeah, I do. Uh, here's how I cook hot dogs. But you steam them though, right? I used to steam them, but I, I, now I fake steam them when I'm in a rush, which is I take, Wait, the, breathe I, on it? I take the hot dog. I think she's doing a routine over here. <laughs> Chill out for a second, Maury. Talking important stuff here. Back to how to cook a hot dog. Uh, I take the hot dog and I put it in the bun. Yeah. Okay. Then I take a piece of paper towel. Yeah. And I put the hot dog and the bun in the middle of the paper towel. And then I wrap the whole thing up in paper towel nice and tight. Yeah. And I fold the sides underneath. And then I do that with the second hot dog and the third hot dog. So I have three little wrapped perfect hot dogs and paper towels. Then I put those in the microwave, not on high, but on like eight for about a minute and a half. And what happens is the, the, the moisture in the hot dog, and because it's wrapped in a paper towel, winds up steaming the bun. So mm. you get that. You know when you go to, to like the, the Jays game and you get those hot dogs where the yeah. bun is just so mush and falls apart? Yeah, yeah. Right? That's what it feels like. And then I take oh. it out. I, I unwrap them as I'm going a little bit of mustard and then you get that perfectly steamed bun with the hot dog because it's not enough to just steam a hot dog you also have to steam the bun that's what makes a great steamed Yo, hot dog is watering right now is, is a, you, oh, you is should a, go downstairs and get us some hot dogs is a steamed bun and some buns that's the way to do it and it's then when nuts. it comes out of the microwave do you quickly wrap it in a cheese uh, single no oh no no I don't do cheese on a hot dog the cheese <sighs> on a hot dog is good no Mustard. That's all you need. Ketchup. No, not ketchup. I'm not having this conversation with you. <laughs> Hi, Ron Zamoka. Uh, I just wanted to call in and tell Maury that you can 100% eat a raw hot dog. It is one of my favorite snacks. I've eaten them since I was, I don't know, in like grade four. Mm-hmm. My absolute favorite is pull one out of the pull one out of the pack, grab a cheese slice. Like one of the craft singles or comparable, whatever's on sale. The only time I eat like cheese slices, wrap it around a dog and just eat that. Yeah. Yeah. That's what Ross was just saying too. That's what I would do when I was a kid. Or I would take four hot dogs and put them in between where my fingers go and then make a fist. So it looked like I had four hot dog fingers sticking up. Like Wolverine? Like Wolverine. But with hot dogs. dogs. (laughs) And then I would sit and watch heavy metal videos on much music and eat them like that. (laughs) That's awesome. That's a visual I did not need. (laughs) Thanks, Rob. Love the show, guys. Later, Later, brother. Hey, it's Ross Amoka. What's up? Just wanted to uh, let you guys know the best way to cook a hot dog. Oh, please. Yeah, go for it. In a toaster. You pop it in the toaster like bread. It like comes the, out just like you cooked it on the barbecue. The wiener? Yeah, you just put the wieners, you stand them up like you do to a piece of bread, pop it down. When you pop it up, it's like it just came off the barbecue. But what about the oil in a hot dog? That seems dangerous to me. No, I never had a problem. Because <laughs> I don't like them boiled. I don't like them boiled. They're like soggy and mushy. And if I don't have time to barbecue them, you just stick them in a toaster. Can really? You yep. It's awesome. Give me a second. And you've never and you've never ruined like a toaster or anything? Nope, never. Never started a fire. Never had an issue. Okay, hold on here. Roz is looking up online right now if you can toast a uh, a hot dog. No, see, because all I'm like a traditional toaster. All I'm seeing are people who toast the buns, right? No, you gotta stick the wieners. Just the wieners. Just the wiener. Yep. You put the wiener right there in the toaster? Yep, right in there. Just pop it down and comes out nice and crispy and charcoal, just like the barbecue. Wow. Damn. To me, that seems extreme. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're going to need a pack of hot dogs and a toaster, uh, no, Tim Moore. No chance. <laughs> no chance. I'm not doing that. I hear the fire alarm will go off. What's your name? Oh, it's Stacy. Stacy, we appreciate the phone call today. Have a good day. You Bye too. Love. 
The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. I had to call the cops on my neighbors again last night. Yeah, I was going to get to that. God, here we go. Snitch. Um, <laughs> right? Damn it, Maury. Um, yeah, so so this was at what time, more? So I, I called the cops at around 1.45 a.m. Okay. Because the unit directly behind my headboard was having like a raging birthday party. And it was yeah. to the point where I could clearly hear them doing paddy wax. Mm-hmm. Um, to whoever the birthday person was. Right. So we called security several times and they kept coming up. Nothing would happen. So what do you, how do you know they kept coming up? We could hear the knock and then we could hear, shh, somebody's at the door. Like you can hear everything right behind my headboard. Right. And so what I are guess. Your walls made out of paper mache? They were very loud, but yes, I guess so. Um, and so I guess five times we called them to come up and it was to the point where it's like clearly that's not doing anything. So the rules are you have to call the cops. But why doesn't the building call the cops? Because uh, it's not their responsibility. What do you mean? We of course it's their responsibility. Yeah, it is. If it's their responsibility to come up and tell somebody to be quiet. Because they said it's not their, and according to the handbook, it's not their responsibility so, to, after they've done as much as they can, to then call the cops. It all goes on the report. The owner of the unit will get a letter. So why don't you just go and knock on the door? We were told not to do that. Who's also you part of the rules. That? You shouldn't confront people directly. Why not? Because then if, if anything happens, they're not responsible. Like what? Like a shooting? Yeah, or like a shoving. See, this is the crazy thing, man, about the, the new world that we all live in. They, the rules are now to make sure of no human interaction between two civil human beings, right? You need to, you, you automatically have to go to an authority. You can't have a conversation but it's not it's in the a world. civil way. I can't assume that they're going to be neighbors. Civil. Do you know the people that live over no, there? They're like brand new because they for uh, a year that unit was empty while they yeah. renovated stuff. It was glorious, and now there's clearly renters in there now. Right, so oh, you're wow. not allowed you're automatically going to renters. Yeah. Well, owners wouldn't do paddy wax at one forty-five a.m. So <sighs> you're well. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you call it in your house, Mar. Yeah. But. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> So owners aren't allowed to go and knock on your neighbor's door to say, hey, I'm more, I live next door. You guys just moved in. Nice to meet you. Just so you know, in this building, the walls are extremely thin. And we found that out the hard way many, many times. So could you keep it down a little bit? Well, You're not allowed to say that. knock on the door, yeah. and if they aren't civil people, they then will know where you live if they wanted to do any disruption. Any what? Disruption? <laughs> You know, to disrupt the peace. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so when there's a disruption, yes. you're not allowed to go next door and have a conversation with No, because then they're going to know where you live too, but right? So what? So, you're their neighbor. What if they're not civil people? You don't want them but, to know where you live. Why not? Because what, what are if they, they do? What if they want to do Nicky Nicky Nine Doors or shove Nicky Nicky Nine oh, Door? Okay. Who lives next to you? <laughs> like a bunch of seven year olds? No, apparently 1986 fear, is living next to Mori right now. Fear, they, they ram a knife into the Paddy door. Wax or and Nicky Nicky Nine Door. <laughs> like, are you afraid somebody's going to come through the wall with an axe? <laughs> Just go have a civil conversation with your neighbors, man. Stop bringing authority into this. So does the cop show up? Well, they had to have because then they, they quieted down about 45 minutes later. Yeah. I, I, I seriously don't think the cops showed up. I don't think the cops are going to somebody's condo for a noise complaint. Do you know how busy they are at night? But we're told we have to call, so yes. I know that there's more so important ridiculous. things to do. You know what? The cops so would show ridiculous. up. When I lived in the condo at Don Mills See? in Eglinton, yeah. I threw a massive rager. Yeah. Security came to my door twice. Yeah. 
And then the cops showed up. Really? The cops did show up and asked me to turn it, it down. before or after the paddy whack? <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. So soon there will be one blockbuster video left in all of the United States of America. I thought they shut all of them down. No, in 2017 there was 10, but I think a lot of them were up in Alaska. Oh, damn. And they're shutting those, they're shutting those down. Excuse me. And now there will be one blockbuster left, and I believe it's in Oregon. And they said that they have a steady stream of regulars. Oh, really? Yeah. Where people still go in and rent DVDs. Yeah. Yeah. I saw video footage of this store, and it's the shelves are full. Yeah. Like they have like a full stock. Because everything movies. still comes out on DVD. Of like I could does. understand if inventory was a problem, where they just stopped releasing movies on DVD, yeah. and you were trying to sustain a business with older product. But they, everything still gets released on DVD. So when you walk into a Blockbuster, or the Blockbuster, rather. The one and only. Yeah, well, no, and I don't blame the owner for movies. refusing to shut down. Yeah, I guess they still make money, though, right? Really? When are I, they going to stop, you think, producing DVDs? Well, CDs are next. The, wow. They just announced, it was last week, that all like Best Buy and stuff are no longer going to be selling CDs. Yeah. So it's only a matter of time. If yeah. CDs are that, now. I, uh, yeah, geez. But there is no sort of like equivalent of... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's really because odd. even like like you want a movie, you just on demand or like open up Apple and just buy it right there. Well, that's the thing, right? I can buy. I can buy a movie right now on my phone. Yeah, but I mean, people still collect DVDs. I know at our house we have DVD binders full of DVDs. You still have? You do you still buy DVDs? Yeah, of course we do. We file them away, the ones that we want. That's yeah, really, but how often are you going back and? It's Friday night. Let's pull out the DVD never, binder. Never. Yeah. See? Never. No. We've never gone into the DVD binder. Yeah. Which is, so which why, is really like, why, why? But I can't tell you if, just, if somebody, if Matthew is. wanted to throw out my DVD copy of Chicago, I would be devastated. But you can just go and buy it like off app, like on your phone. I know, but I want the copy of it because the cover was really nicely done. Yeah. I used to work just in, keep a, the cover. in a video <laughs> store. I was a video store clerk yeah. for a while. And it was great. Yeah. It's, it's the greatest job. And that's, that's my other thing, too, with there being no more blockbusters. The video store clerk was one of the greatest jobs in the history of all jobs. Why? Well, if you worked for an independent one, I worked for an independent one. Like, I wasn't working for Blockbuster, or I guess back at the time, it was Jumbo Video. Jumbo. Was the, was the other one. And because you would just sit and watch movies all day sure. and then people would just come in and you would just talk to them about movies and, and this is they were all on VHS I don't even th- I don't even think they had DVDs yeah. at the store when I was there and it was the greatest job like it was really the greatest job you just sat and watched movies like it was for it was the best job for anybody who didn't want to work for a living. It was fantastic. I would leave the store open and go next door across the street for a coffee, <laughs> pick up a coffee and just walk back in because you knew nobody ever went into a video store and were in and out in 30 seconds. That was the great thing about it is that when you walked into like a Blockbuster or something like that, you were in there for 20 minutes. Yeah, because you're really browsing. Is that back in the really day browsing. where you would get a fine if you didn't rewind your movie? No, we wouldn't fine people for rewinding. You would give people late fees though and I used to love charging credit cards late fees it was always my it was it was my favorite the favorite thing my favorite thing that i was asked to do on uh when i was working at a video store was just charge people uh their credit card for late fees oh it was incredible and some people had like and you would charge people like i don't even think that the the, the crtc allows you to do this anymore but we would charge people sometimes like five and six hundred dollars in late fees five hundred dollars yes. for a movie yeah because they would have three movies and the late fee was how much ever a day three dollars a day per movie and they would just have them out for months oh 
Oh my God. At that point, just buy it. No, see, the thing is that that was the mentality. But back then, you have to understand, a copy of a movie, like when you, you in your head right now think that when you had to go and buy a VHS, that it was like $20. But back then... If you wanted to go and buy that first run released on VHS of a brand new movie, video stores got that before places like record stores did. So those copies of those VHSs for those movies were like $200. Oh my God. God, the 80s sucked. Right? (laughs) (laughs) The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Hi, Jennifer. Welcome to the Roz and Mocha Show. Hi, how are you? Doing great. How are you? I'm well, thank you. So you have a pretty long commute in the morning, right? (laughs) About an hour. Yeah, about an hour. And Mm -hmm. you are the one behind the wheel? Yes. Jennifer, why don't you tell Roz what it was that you texted to us? If you guys could do a PSA for me. Um, I listen to you guys on my morning commute. Um, so I like hearing your stories, and I, I think you guys are very engaging, so I thought maybe that would help. So you wanted to do a PSA about? Um, indicator lights. <laughs> oh, okay. Indicator um, lights? Only, yes. Like your, you, your turn signal. <laughs> okay. Like you're not happy with um, them? Well, I just wish people would use them. Uh, um, one. Use them in a in a safe and timely manner. I mean, much to my dismay, I'm not a, a, a mind reader. Um, so they, they're they super helpful in that respect. Um, I must slam on my brakes at least four times a day <laughs> because um, I, I take Highway 7 from about the 400 to Woodbine every day. And um, it's uh, there's a lot of construction. Um, so I, I just wish that people would, you know, kind of... I mean, they, they are used to indicate intent to get into a lane um, or make a, a turn. But in my case, it's mostly lane changes. Yeah, that's one of my um, biggest pet peeves when driving on the road are people who uh, go in and out of lanes without using their turn signals, without alerting the other drivers, hey, yeah. I'm about to go into this next lane or I'm going to squeeze in front of your car. Yeah. I hate that. Yes. Most of the time, I will gladly let someone in if I can, you know, safely slow down. But there's a lot of times that I just can't safely slow down because there's not enough room. Um, and and that's why I slam on my brakes and my lunch bag goes flying and my purse goes right. flying. Um, and my breakfast can sometimes go flying, um, which is Like awful. out of your stomach? <laughs> Hold on, yeah. No, no. What kind of breakfast, <laughs> Jennifer? On, Are you eating like a full seat. meal while behind the wheel? <laughs> It's on the seat beside me. Oh, no, sorry, sorry. Um, I had assumed that she had already eaten the breakfast. Oh, and then she's going to, like, throw it up because throw it she up. violently presses it <laughs> Yes. Huh. It's usually on the seat beside okay. me. Okay, um, okay, okay. So and then on. it goes. Okay, hold on a second here. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So a couple of things. I fully agree with you. And I see a lot of people, a.k.a. Maury. Maury does two things when he drives. Maury will be in a lane and then really slow down to a stop. And everybody behind him in that lane has to stop. And then Maury gets mad at people who are in the lane beside him for not letting him in. And I'm like, Maury, you don't even have your indicator on. Yeah. Like, he'll be at a four-way stop turning left. And the guy in front of us will continue through the intersection. Maury will slam on his brakes and get pissed because... He, the guy didn't know he was turning left, but Maury didn't indicate. Here's how Maury drives. So he's got his hands on the wheel. And if Maury is turning left, as he starts to turn the wheel left, maybe his finger will stick out and hit the indicator as he's turning left. <laughs> as Maury's turning right, maybe. the wheel starts to turn right, and then his finger will catch the indicator as he's going. I've counted sometimes. Maury did a lane change, and the indicator blinked once. Really? Once. Yeah, the it, worst. Was, it was like, flip. <sighs> 
That's it. See, the, <laughs> the thing is, I would like to know where you are going, not where you have been. Thank yeah. you. But also, please use nobody around. Like if it's doesn't early matter. In the morning, doesn't matter. Always Maury? use your indicator. Maury, lights. Maury. Yeah, but no, I don't want to waste Maury. the ball. Maury, I'm not talking about when there's nobody around. I'm talking about when there's tons of people around and you get pissed at them. Yeah, because it's like, dude, what are you doing where I need to be? Yeah, but they don't know where you're going. Jennifer, uh, we appreciate yeah. the text. Thank you very much for joining us on the Roz and Mocha Show today. Thank you for the PSA. All right. Take care. Yeah, the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, new an- analysis from the University of Pittsburgh has found a link between alcohol and perceived physical attractiveness. In other words, beer goggles So, and how 100% I, of real. And how I attractive i perceive myself or how attractive i perceive other people to other be? people oh. i can't believe they did research on this to say that beer goggles are real of course they're real researchers looked at data from some 1800 people collected from 16 previous studies participants rated the attractiveness of people in photographs about half of them were drinking and the other were sober the intoxicated group gave modestly higher scores the reason for this link is unknown. The study did not attempt to determine how alcohol affects the brain to make people appear more good looking. But there's a good chance the findings are related to human bonding. Yeah, okay. I can't I, believe they had to do a study on this. Well, for, I can. I, let me solve their big mystery for them where they say they don't know why. It's because when you're drunk, things start to matter less. Yes. And so when you're drunk, you, all common sense goes out the window. Yeah, when you just want to party, you, you just, just want to party. party. Thank you. And you may have, you know, your preference when it comes to the physical attractiveness of somebody else. You may like somebody who's a little on the taller side or somebody who looks like they do CrossFit or somebody who's got a little jiggle. <laughs> But when you start drinking, all those preferences start to sort of drop away. Oh, yeah. You know, every Your standards. Every, go. yes. With ev- every sip, it's like that standard meter goes yes. down. One that, level, one level, one level, one level. Right, because the, you, you broaden the mission at that point. Of course. You, 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 you got to throw. feel like a superhero. You start to feel like an Avenger. Right. You, you, you're throwing out a larger net. You wanted swordfish. You really wanted swordfish. But now you about to catch a shark. But you're going to go home with a grouper. <laughs> because when you're drunk, you just start throwing out a larger net. And there's a lot of people. I'm not saying anything wrong with a grouper. It's no swordfish. But I still can't believe they had to do a study. University yes. of Pittsburgh on this. I like that, though. But it's, all, it's, so, it's, it's totally true. I mean, it's, it's, it's a bogus study. It's, it's completely true. We all know that. And they left out the most important part of their study. So it's a, non, it's non, it's a non-study, which is the why, which we just fully explained. <laughs> this is when you're, par- when you're just looking to party, man. You just want to party. Hell yeah. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Uh, so last night was the night, damn it, Maury. Was a guest star on Private Eyes with Jason Priestley and Cindy Sampson. We love on the Raza Mocha show. And um, normally with these guest parts, it's not a there's it's nothing significant. It's like you're I don't know, you're a guy on a bus and then the main character gets off the bus and you bump into him and you sort of have this moment where you lock eyes. But Maury was a character. Maury played what was he like the CEO of uh of a waste management company, right? Yeah, somebody, somebody tweeted. So I'm not going to take credit for this, but somebody tweeted last week. The damn it, Maury. Then 
because you are the CEO of what? Trafalgar Recycling. Which right. is a... Recycling, like a, a... No, what did Ross say? Waste management. Waste management, So somebody yeah. said that you're the true definition of a waste man. <laughs> 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 which I love that line. Did Twitter blow up last night? Twitter, it did blow up. People are taking screenshots. Yeah, you screen got five tweets. Their, okay. <laughs> you are so mean. <laughs> Because <laughs> I have them here. Oh, you do. Somebody just put at Dan Mori with a, a screen grab. Neil, he did a uh, screen grab of his television. Yeah, with Dan Mori on it. Somebody else said, "Ooh, Dan Mori on private eyes." Somebody uh, Wesley said, "Yay, it's Dan Mori." Hashtag private eyes. Hashtag look who's stalking. Uh, Hinchman said, "Look who I just caught on TV tonight, Dan Mori." And then Lori said. At Damn It Maury, I just saw you on the TV program, Private Eyes. You were so good. Honestly, go. such a natural. I love the show and so thrilled that you were on it. Welcome to there the big go. time. It was funny because throughout, even when my scene was done, um, they still had to continue the investigation. So they had this photo of me in a white shirt and black bow tie making like a creepy smile that they kept holding up the, the rest of the episode. Oh my God. <laughs> oh no, are you serious? <laughs> yeah. That's so weird. So we, so we played some of your outtakes uh, last week where you were fumbling your way through the script and the scene. That's so do right. you want to revisit some of that real quick? Oh, or, the outtakes? Yeah, do we have uh, any of that? You don't, we don't, we, if, if you don't have it, we don't have it. I have but, it, but I, I gotta... Because we have the actual audio from last yeah, night Yeah, no, well. I get that, yeah. Uh, okay, I have this. Ready, here we go. I didn't do anything wrong. You know who says things like that? People who did something wrong. How did you lose your job as CEO of Trafalgar Recycling? As CEO. I, I can't talk about it. You can talk to us or you can talk to the cops. Your choice. Ooh, Jason Priestley with the bars. Maury <laughs> 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 yeah, forgot his line. If right? you were yeah. <laughs> Okay. And so uh, when it was all said and done, gone through the editing room, everything else, how much of that scene made it to TV last night? Was it the whole thing? The whole thing. I didn't do anything wrong. You know who says things like that? People who did something wrong. Oh. How did you lose your job as CEO of Trafalgar Recycling? I can't talk about it. You can talk to us or you can talk to the cops. Your choice. Look, I was just the front man. The front man? All I had to do was smile and say the right things on camera. And when the deal was awarded, I got paid and left. You're saying that Trafalgar paid you to be pretend CEO. Why would they do that? You don't get it. There is no Trafalgar. Ooh. But their website is... It's fake, along with everything else. Oh! The carbon neutral processing plant, the hybrid electric recycling trucks, the forest restoration project. They just did whatever they needed to to win the bid. Who's they? Yeah, who's they? Grand Ridge Waste Management. Well, I know oh. that name. <laughs> they were in the news for dumping toxic waste in the lake a couple years ago. Who at Grand Ridge actually hired you? It wasn't them. It was some other guy. I don't know his name. Uh, I, I, <laughs> hired me the fee. Fine. Don't leave town. Oh, yeah. don't leave town. See, I always say that you can always tell when somebody's trying to act because they they, they, they stutter <laughs> to make them to make themselves seem a little bit more important. Like, you know, who told you to do that? I, 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 don't, I don't know. You sound like a machine gun, right? <laughs> you know, where's your father? The, 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 well, the, the last time I the last time I saw him, he, he was 
She was alive. Apparently, he's Porky Pig. Now. You know what I mean? Like that's what people do. They do this stutter thing. Uh, so, congratulations, Dan Mori, and, and also on the heels of your guest starring role in uh, Private Eyes with uh, Jason Priestley and Cindy Sampson, you have a major announcement to make uh, this morning. So, uh, we'll allow you to do that at this time. So, um, I was cast as well over the weekend to be a guest star on Murdoch Mysteries. Oh, yeah! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's that going down? So, my, I, my, all I know is that we're filming uh, all it. All I know. All I know is that we're filming it this month, yeah. Yeah. and it'll air like several months from now or whatever. I don't right. know my character. I don't know anything else. But Oh, please let him be a waste man again. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Organization called Polestar did their annual mid-year list of the top-grossing tours for the first six months of the year. Okay. Polestar, not World Star. No, Polestar. <laughs> and I'm shocked with number one. Is it? Hmm. Who's on? Okay, so here, uh, so uh, like I'll give you the sort of range here. Uh, Depe- Beyonce and Jay Z. Depeche Mode is at number fifteen. With uh, they did thirty nine shows and made forty seven million dollars. What? Yeah, and then Depeche uh, Mode is still touring. Yeah, and selling out. Uh, okay, and then Katy Perry at fourteen. Yeah, 54, oh. 54 shows, forty eight million dollars. Harry, Harry Styles. Foo Fighters, the Carters are at number 11. They've only done 11 shows so far. That's oh. why. Uh, $55 million. U2 is on the list. Roger Waters uh, is on the list. Kenny Chesney did uh, 25 shows for $62 million. Oh. That's incredible. Can I guess? Yeah. Is it Taylor Swift? No, Taylor Swift is number four. Can I guess again? Because Taylor Swift has only done, she did 16 shows so far this year, made $98 million. Is it Ed Sheeran? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, but look at I the difference. I was very look confident the, in that. Look, look at the difference here. I thought it was going to be Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars is number two. Oh. So Bruno Mars did 50 shows yeah. and made $113 million. <laughs> Ed, Sheeran, Ed Sheeran did 52 shows and made $213 million. No. $100 million, $113 million for 50 shows for Bruno Mars, $213 million for 52 shows for Ed Sheeran. Holy crap. Right? Isn't that incredible? And then the Rolling Stones are number three. Uh, they did 12 Wait, shows. Wait, where's Bon Jovi on that list? They're not on that list, man. Really? Bon Jovi's no. like always touring. But look at this number. Uh, uh, the Rolling Stones, they did 12 shows and it made $100 million. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Ed Sheeran could only dream. Right? That Holy is incredible. Cow. But yeah, Ed Sheeran, number one. And I don't really even think of this year being dominated with Ed Sheeran tours. No. Not at all. The only this thing, album's like well over a year. Yeah, that's incredible. So yeah, so those are the uh, the biggest concerts concert earners so far this year. But I'm sure as the year rounds out, the Carters, who have only done 11 shows and already made uh, $55 million, will oh be far God. higher that's a ridiculous on that list. amount of money, man. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Hey, did you make it through the Twitter purge okay? Yeah. Unscathed? All of my followers are legit. Did you lose any? Nah. Like a couple hundred? Let me see. I think everybody... I, I think so explain I to people what the Twitter purge so was. So Twitter was cracking down on their quote-unquote fake followers and bots and purchased followers and everything that sort of junks up Twitter. Oftentimes, you'll see stuff 
uh, trending on Twitter and they're by these advertising bots. So what people do is they will pay advertising bots to use their hashtag in these ads. And there's literally thousands of them. And that's why you see certain things trending every single day. Also, uh, people beef up their followers. And this goes for everything from rock stars to uh, corporations to influencers who want to seem bigger than they are. And you can purchase followers by like 5,000 at a time. And then you have the bot side of things, which are controlled by, for the most part, what we understand, a lot of Russians where they just have computers that operate these accounts to inundate a message. Mm -hmm. And so Twitter went on a mission to rid the Twitter sphere of all of that. Yeah. And it was upwards of like six to nine or six to eight percent. Uh, of all Twitter users. And we're talking in the hundreds of millions of Twitter users, right? So I think that they said that they had deleted uh, upwards of, I don't even know. I heard a number, I heard one number of 10 million and I heard another, oh, another number of 100 million. I heard the 10 million one. Yeah, yeah. yeah like it's crazy. I so they, they deleted a ton and numbers, people's numbers were dropping like crazy. Now also, inadvertently, you if you have a lot of bots following you, it doesn't yeah. necessarily mean that you are a Twitter purchaser. It just means that you may be a person that had um, bots following you for a political reason or because people sure. had set them up to troll you or, you know, whatever it yeah. was. I lost, just checking right now, maybe yeah. less than a thousand. Really, huh? Yeah. Uh, Twitter itself lost 7.5 million. Wow! Uh, Katy Perry lost 1.5 million. Barack Obama lost 2.1 million. <gasps> Taylor Swift lost 2.3 million. YouTube lost 2 million. And Donald Trump, this is what everybody was waiting for. Okay. Hold okay. on. So Barack Obama lost 2.1 million. Donald Trump, 100,000. Million? No, 100,000. Million? No. <laughs> Only 100,000. Only 100,000. Oh, my God. Yeah. Dude, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. So, uh, Maury, the, the, uh, the allegation for you mm-hmm. has always been that you purchased followers and years ago. I stand by ago. the fact that I've never have. And, and what was your Twitter account? What was your, you said it yesterday on the, it was on 21, the show. 21,000. 21,000, like 600, I think you said, right? No, just 21,000, Just period. straight up 21,000. Yeah. And what are you at today? 20.6. 20.6. So you oh. lost like 400 followers. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, Donald Trump. Shocking. Yeah. Shocking. <laughs> shocking. Because I, there's people I used to work with. <laughs> yeah. Like who were in this business, this business who went from like 60,000 to 30,000. Oh my God. There's a lot of people. In half. Yeah. In half. There's a lot of people. I know, I know people who claim to be influencers online. Yeah. Where they sell their, basically every tweet that they send is sponsored Sure. And they make money that way. And I saw people yesterday that went from 45,000 down to seven. 7,000? Yeah. <gasps> you can't sell that. Yeah, you can't sell that. Oh, man. <laughs> you know, like you got to shut up. You got to shut shop at that time. Yeah, totally. At that point. Like it's just, I don't know what else you do. Just claim that your account was hacked. Claim, right. Yeah. Oh, my God. Was, somebody killed all my friends. <laughs> right. Like, I don't know. I don't know what you do at that no, point. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Though. So, so it was a massacre yesterday, like an absolute massacre. People's, uh, even some companies, their, their Twitter followers dropped by like 70%. Damn. Like, it's crazy. It was crazy. But, but if you notice now, 
on Twitter. There's, it seems like I was scrolling through late last night and it just seems a little cleaner. Yeah. I don't know if that makes sense. No, it does. It just seems a little cleaner. Like there's a little bit of room to breathe yeah. when, you're, when you're checking out the comment section or the, the, the replies to certain tweets. Sure. It just seems like there's a little bit of more breathing room now. Yeah. You have the time to read something before yeah. something else from yeah. another account pops up. Yeah. There's just Whereas little, before it was like almost nonsense. Maybe that'll affect the hashtags that are trending too. No, it will. It'll 100%. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn, that's crazy. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Did you hear about this guy in Alabama that had to walk 20 miles to get to his uh, first day of work? <laughs> uh, no. Okay. Why would I have? <laughs> so ironically, my, his name my is... Alabama sources didn't come through on that one for me. <laughs> <laughs> no, squad Alabama didn't hit you <laughs> no, up this they morning? Didn't. They forgot. No. So this guy, his name is Walter Carr. Ironically, yeah. his car broke down the day before, and he got this new job working for a moving company and he didn't want to be late for work and he didn't just like not want to show up all right because he was like listen this is my job and i have a responsibility so he started walking so his job was his first day of work was supposed to be saturday so he started walking around midnight friday from his hometown and walked for 20 miles all right sorry i guess his uh his job was on friday and he walked for 20 miles to get to his job. And I don't know, there's a disconnect here in this story because it said that police officers picked him up, took him to eat breakfast before dropping him off (laughs) at a woman's home half an hour before the moving appointment. That's 32 kilometers, by the way. 32 kilometers. Yeah. So I don't know, like, the, the police, because people were like, oh, hey, congrats, police department, you're doing something good, right? Yeah. But I was like, why did the police, like, did they see him walking at, like, 3 o'clock in the morning or whatever and be like, hey, young sir, what are you doing on the side of the road? And then he told them the story, and they're like, all right, let's go, cool, let's go for what, Like, you think that they went up to him with, with bad intentions and then like, were turned? Yeah, or? because, like, why would the police just show up and be like, hey, let us give you a ride? Well, maybe they didn't show up saying, "Hey, let's give you let us give you a ride." But if you are in the middle of nowhere, I guess, "Hey, sir, are you okay? Is everything all right? What <laughs> do you, you have a car here? that broke down? Yeah. Do you, you know, that whole thing?" So, I guess the woman uh, whose home that he went to uh, to work to for the yes, Mari? Can you import for a sec? I can't hear you. Can you import? I put in a clip of Walter Carr talking. Oh, you did? Okay, cool. So the woman then uh, put up a really nice Facebook post. Yeah. And tagged the CEO of the company. CEO loved the story and loved this guy's dedication that he gave the guy a car. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Because you got to walk 32 kilometers to work. That's crazy. Like walking by my shoe, I swear, that phrased me a lot to me. You tell people that think something's too far I'm just saying just look at this story and be like hey if Walter do it I know I can do it we all decided hey you know let's go give him some breakfast get the meat and we'll try to get the ride somewhere safe thank you so much for sharing my story you've changed all of our lives Walter this can't end with us all being warm and fuzzy you know at the end of the move decisions in your life that um, are sometimes big that you make pretty quickly because they're the right thing to do and this was one of them wow isn't that nice? Yeah, I like that. I like those stories. You see that, and you see them all the time on social media, where like somebody's got to walk real far, and then like the company gets together and they give the kid a car and stuff like that. I love it. But thirty-two kilometers—that is a long walk. Very long. 
Like that's a long. How come it's not walk. all uphill anymore? I remember when I was a kid, my dad would always say that he had to walk uphill both ways. Yeah, well, that's because yeah, I don't know. I think that that's just a thing. Yeah. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Um, I'm going to ask you guys a few th- relationship hurdles, issues. Okay. You tell me how long into the relationship it is before you start to be comfortable enough to do these certain things. Mm, okay. So I like, I like an example. Um, how long into the relationship <laughs> do you uh, like stop dieting? Say you're dieting because you're still trying to look appealing for the, for the masses. Maybe six months? Maury? Uh, okay, well, uh, like day one. <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, so the average was one year, one month uh, for oh, wow. men and one year, four months for women. Uh, what about leaving the bathroom door open when you go? Oh, God. How long into the relationship before that happens? <laughs> Let's see. See, I still close the door at home, though. See, it doesn't matter to me because Catherine will just open it and come in and start doing your eyes. I've been in here for 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. So um, how long until you start leaving the bathroom door open? I'm going to say yeah, one year. I'm going to say a year. full 12 months. Okay, and for and so that for men or for women? That would be for women, I think yeah. for men cuz we're disgusting. Yeah. Like four months. Okay, Maury? I'm going to say one year. I always close the door. Matthew uh, leaves it usually open, but mm-hmm. if he ever does lock it, I use a butter knife to open it. Why? Cuz I want to talk to him. So why don't you talk to him through the door? No, I open it so I can talk. Or why don't you wait for him to finish? No, because then I have his full concentration. (laughs) So they say 11 months for men and one year, two months for women. That is uh, leaving the bathroom door uh, door open. Uh, What about how long until you ask them to bring you toilet paper if you run out? (laughs) Oh, no, come on. Like right away. Right away. I would say right away too. They said eight months for that one. Eight months? Yes. So you're sitting there for eight months waiting for your role? Uh, What about uh, farting in front of people? In front of your, your mate. How okay. long until you just openly and not and I don't mean like oops you, you know yeah, you like, sat down on the couch a little too hard and one squeaked out. No. I mean where you deliberately Yeah, like, oh man, I gotta fight. I'm gonna do it now. <laughs> yes. Um I would say for women it's gonna be a year and a half. I'm gonna say for guys, because we're gross, yeah. Like six months. Maury? I was gonna say like four months for both. Yeah, it's a it's nine months for both. Nine, wow. Nine months okay. for both. To me, that seems really quick. Yeah. Uh, what about to, how long? Is it, how long does it take to be okay with crying in front of your partner? I still don't cry in front of Matthew. No, really? no, we we don't look at each other when we cry. So how long has that been now? Uh, well, eleven years. Eleven years, Maury says. Huh. Uh, Mocha cry. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna say. Because I don't think people have a problem with their emotions. I'm gonna say four months. Four months, five months for women, 11 months for men. And I'd still wow. disagree with that. Wow. I still disagree with that. I think 11 months for men is, is, I don't even think that you can do that number for a man. No. But 11 months for men, five months for women is what they say. And um, what uh, start to be honest about your finances. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I'll let you know. I'm going to so, say, so 11 plus years for Maury. Right. I'm going to say honest. Uh, for guys, I'm going to say eight months for women. I think women are way more honest about yeah. that kind of stuff early on. I'm yeah. going to say three months. So eight months and eight months for both. You oh, know, wow. you know, Maury, that if you one day decided to 
you decided to start being honest with your finances with Matthew would probably also be the day that you would cry in front of him for the first time. <laughs> so those numbers would probably both match up with you. Yep. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. If you listen to the Roz and Mocha Show long enough and you listen to all the commercials that we play a couple times, you'll hear Damon Mori's voice. Mm-hmm. Because David Moore gets asked to read a lot of the commercials. He oh, loves oh. it. Like you have to understand to the level of what he loves. Maury and I could be in the car coming in here in the morning. And if the radio's on, we could be in the middle of a conversation. Like We could be talking about some serious stuff. Not that we ever do, but we could be talking about <laughs> some serious stuff. And yeah. if Maury hears his voice on the radio, he shushes me. Shh, and he turns it up. Until his commercial's over, and then he turns it back down and continues on the conversation like nothing just happened. That's the truth. That's the truth. And in order to uh, get to what you hear on the radio, David Mori sometimes, for many, many minutes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> almost an hour. Uh, we'll sit down with a producer and he will read these commercials and stumble through words <laughs> like crazy. There's some fantastic outtakes. And we have a lot of the outtakes. For example, when Maury could not say, while quantities last. And you'll also enjoy a $5 coupon for a visit in January. While quantities last. While quantities... While quantities last. While quantities last. While quantity... <laughs> while quantities last... <laughs> One of my favorites is when he couldn't say uh, Dixie Mitsubishi. <laughs> no, this is not a curling commercial, but you really do need to hurry into Dixie Mitsubishi. To... No, this is not a curling commercial, but you really do need to hurry into Dixie Mitsubishi to Mits Mitsu. Okay. No, this is not a curling commercial, but you really do need to hurry into Dixie Mitsubishi to take it. <laughs> mitts, 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 mitts. Like mitts on your mitts on your arm. all right so you see where we're going with this right yeah so the latest uh maury was trying to say the words micro brewery oh no a micro brewery a micro brewery micro brewery (laughs) a micro brewery micro brewery (laughs) micro micro brewery Micro brewer, brewer. How do you say the fr- like the actual word brewery? Brewery, <laughs> brewery, brewery, brewery. A micro brewery with an <laughs> a micro brewery. <laughs> it's not right. Blah 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 blah. A micro brewery with an on-site coffee roaster, restaurant, and bakery. <laughs> <laughs> Why was your voice so high when you were doing that? Oh, a microbrewery. Oh, a microbrewery. I think what makes it really funny is if you take out all the in-between words yeah. and just focus on brewery, Yeah, which is what I did here. A microbrewery, brewery, microbrewery, brewery, microbrewery, <laughs> brewery, 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 it's not right. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Hi, this is Roz and Mocha. Hi, how are you today? Good, how are you? I'm lovely. I would just like to talk to Ross about his lovely commercials about the cat. Yeah, go oh, ahead. Okay. <laughs> I just think, you know what? When I first saw them, mm-hmm. 
I really didn't see you as a cat person. Why not? I talk about I cats all the time. I love my cats. Yeah. Oh, I, no, I know, but hearing about it and then actually seeing the person with it just seems different. What's your if name? That makes sense. Kelly. Ah, uh, yes, Kelly. The uh, TV commercials with Roz and a cat. They're really, really nice, dude. Yeah, no, me and that cat. Well, this is. I've done two of these now. I've done two rounds of commercials with the same cat. Because yeah. yeah, great chemistry. And he's an actor cat. Uh-huh. And uh, his name in the commercials because he has a different name in the commercials. Of course, he's an actor. He's an actor. Uh, but his uh, his name in real life is uh, is Finn. But in, on TV, he, he goes by Leo. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Both super cute names for a cat. And you have to, it's weird when you work with animals because you have to kind of bond with them. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. I, I mean, you don't have to, but I really wanted to because I do love cats. And so I spent a lot of time with them and just like lying on the ground playing with them. And there was a meeting. It's so crazy. Like, you know, when you hear these stories of producers and directors making sure for their movie that they have the right chemistry between actors so totally. they get them together ahead of time, yeah. make sure yeah. they bond. So before we shot these commercials I had like an hour booked off in my day where I went and sat in a room before we had shot anything and they brought in the cat and we just sat together me and the cat and played to make sure we got along oh yeah yeah because really? what, if, if you guys awesome. didn't get along they'd have to get a new cat yeah or a or, new or a new me or a new you yeah well they could have gone with Mocha then well believe me it's easier to find a new me than it is a new cat <laughs> right. that'll, that'll do stuff <laughs> yeah. yeah and it's uh, and it's crazy too um, when you need a cat to do something like when you need him to run across the floor or you need him to hand you something or push something across a desk or whatever. Um, the thing that they, the, the thing that they, the trainers get the cat to do it is they have this long spoon that's like a foot and a half, two feet long. It's a super long spoon. And on the end of it, they put baby food. Because oh, yeah? cats go crazy for baby food. I didn't so, know that. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So I didn't if they, know that. Yeah. So if they want the cat to like run across the room, they put a tiny, tiny, tiny little bit of baby food on a spoon, and then the cat just goes right for it, has a little lick, and then he's good. Oh yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty wild. Yeah, I always thought it was just like with different little, you know, like cat treats kind of things, you know, like yeah, no. little, yeah, no. I love cats, Wait. man. Well, I think that's awesome. Oh, because thank most you. Gu- most guys are, you know, oh, I'm a guy and I'm a dog person. You know, they've got to be in. Like the Rottweilers or whatever. What the hell? What are you doing? <laughs> I'm serious. It's, it's like a macho thing or something. Uh, what I do don't you know. Live, Kelly, 1995. There is there is no way that a a dog can do more macho for me than my tight pants already do. <laughs> You work those tight pants awesome. Thank you. Thanks so much for the phone call today, Kelly. All right. Have a great day. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I want to talk about narcissism real quick. Oh, of course you do. <laughs> Maury already on his way in the room. <laughs> okay, hold on. Let me get my my chair. Let me sit down for this. Because I found there something. I found something very interesting. And when you talk about somebody who is a narcissist, it's the, the first thing. It's not so much full of themselves. The 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 areas I always go to is somebody who. Um, refuses to own their own ish, who just, you refuse to take responsibility because nothing is your fault. 
That's the definition of a narcissist. Oh, I should agree, yes. Yes, Maury, yes. <laughs> I was called one last night. By somebody, who? Uh, somebody at a concert was like, oh my God, it's so great to meet you. I love that you're an a-hole narcissist. Right. Wow. wow. To your face right. said that. And I'm like, I'm not sure how to take that. And she's yes. like, no, but I love you no, for but, okay, it. Okay, how did you take it? I said, I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. And she's like, no, but I love yeah, you for it. She's like, no, 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 it's okay, it's right. okay. Yeah. A narcissist would take it that way. A narcissist <laughs> would. Oh, she's talking about me again. Right. If somebody said that to me, I would be haunted all night probably not able to sleep or eat for 24 hours. I moved hours. on until today. Right. You only thought of it just now. Yeah. There you go. So I found this, uh, which is something called uh, the Narcissist Prayer. Oh, God. And it's really interesting. Okay. Because it makes, total, like, it's just so bang on everything to describe a narcissist. So, Maury, repeat after me. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah. So this is the Narcissist Prayer. This is what you kneel on your bedside at the end of the night and, uh, and say... It's your mantra to get you through life. Okay, so here it goes. Repeat after me. That didn't happen. That didn't happen. And if it did, it wasn't that bad. And if it did, it wasn't that bad. And if it was, that's not a big deal. And if it was, that's not a big deal. And if it is, that's not my fault. And if it is, that's not my fault. (laughs) And if it was, I didn't mean it. And if it was, I didn't mean it. And if I did... And if I did... You deserved it. You deserved it. <laughs> so funny. What? My doctor, what? my doctor makes me say something similar. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Uh, hey, Costco is going to start delivering groceries. <gasps> Are they? Yeah, starting with Southern Ontario. Oh my God, that's amazing. Let me read this to you and you tell me what this means though, okay? okay sure. Okay, so... <clears throat> Costco announced yesterday that it's beginning to expand its grocery delivery service to Canada. So for the, for the time being, the online ordering service at Costco.ca will be available only to customers in Southern Ontario. Okay. Good news. Yes, great news. Okay, with plans to expand to the rest of Ontario and Quebec. Okay. Also good news. Great. The company has no timeline for expansion into other markets for now. Sorry about that. Here's where it gets interesting. Okay. Only non-perishable goods will be available through the service. So like toilet paper and fabric softener and all and deodorant. Oh. So cuz you know where I was excited for this but, is that I could order my Costco eggs. Right. But eggs are perishable. Right. So I can't get like one of them giant bags of apples? No. Or if I wanted to order one of them big ass watermelons that cost 5 bucks? No, or that bag of those fantastic little triangle buns that they sell. Oh. Why is that? So only non-perishable goods. Also, the thing I read is it's going to take, like, if you place your order, it's going to arrive two days later. Yeah, but that's, that's fine, though. That's I, fine. I don't mind but that. But isn't grocery gateway faster? Yeah, but here's there's no charge for over for orders over $75. Oh, yeah. oh and you could spend right? way more you than 70 You can easily spend $75. Well, not if you're taking out all the perishables. Which is, so for me, when somebody says, when the headline is Costco grocery delivery comes to Canada. But they're not actually delivering groceries. To me, grocery delivery means that I can buy that primo pack of steaks or get them to throw in like a $100 beef tenderloin or something like that. So I can't even buy like, uh, can I buy milk? No, No, it's perishable. It's perishable. I think the mm. problem with this is is because they're not outsourcing the delivery. They're doing the delivery themselves. Right. And maybe they don't have enough trucks or something. Yeah. Because everybody knows, you know, Costco is like, it's madness when you go on the weekend. That's the whole thing. Right? Yeah. My wife and I try to go during the week. Um, you get a divorce after that. Yeah. Yes, tell me about it. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> my God. Fist fight in the parking lot. Yeah. It's not cool. Um, 
I mean, I I think it's a great idea. I could make it work. Yeah. Right? By yeah, getting but then the you're going to get stuff delivered to your house uh-huh. for like diapers for crews or whatever. Yeah. But then you're still going to have to go there to get all your perishables. So why don't you just go there and get everything? Yeah. Because they don't give you bags, and I don't like just one by one putting right. stuff in my in the trunk of the car. Yeah, I don't like that they treat you like a criminal when you walk out. Oh, when they oh, look when they have the to receipt, check the thing? yeah, and then they take the sharpie Dude, and like put the check mark. They don't really look. They just yeah, they, they do. pretend. Yeah, they look. They look through like the the receipt and they make sure like yeah. they'll look at the receipt. They'll find one thing on the receipt and they'll look in your car. I and think see that you have. Well, it. Well, for us, it's usually we only go in every time we've gone. We only bought eggs and avocados. That's it. Right. That's a long way to go in a big fight for eggs and avocados. That's a waste. Jeez. Well, every the three times we've gone, that's all we buy. So anyway, so there you have it. So Costco grocery delivery um, coming I'm to down. Southern Ontario. However, only non-perishable goods will be delivered through. I'm the still service. okay with that, though. Yeah, I'm still okay with that. All right. Yeah, it would okay. save me from from doing a massive, massive Costco trip on like Tuesday at 11 a.m. Yeah. Roz and Mocha Q and A. Before we get to Ask Roz and Mocha, mm-hmm. which, by the way, is a podcast exclusive, uh, just friendly reminder, wherever you get the podcast from on uh, iOS or Google Play, feel free to leave a review, give us a rating. I'm going to read you a couple of reviews that we just got this week. By the way, Roz, yes. all five-star ratings so far, Oh, love which that. is fantastic. Uh, Aaron sent a review on iOS, said, my morning routine doesn't allow me to listen to the show uh, live for that long. I love the podcast. You guys are hilarious. Love, love, love the show. And then Caitlin sent a message uh, through iOS, a review as well. Five stars. Thank you for that, Caitlin. I've been listening to the Razamoga show for the past six years since I moved to the GTA to work full time. Uh, I went on mat leave in January and missed listening to the Razamoga show every day. But the podcast let me not miss the best parts. Love this podcast. So uh, thank you so much. She also continues to say that it always has her in tears laughing. So iOS, Google Play, uh, rate, review, subscribe, share with your friends. All right, fellas, ask Roz and Mocha. We always like to get somebody on the phone with us for every podcast so they can ask their question live, Mm -hmm. get to hang out for a little bit. Uh, Shannon is on the phone. Hi, Shannon. How are you today? Good, thanks. How are you? Doing great. Thank you for submitting your question. Where are you right now, Shannon? You sound like you're in the bathroom. Oh, um, I have my headphones in. Should I take those out? Yeah, if you could. Are you at work or are you in the bathroom? I'm at work. Oh, okay. I booked a conference room for this. <laughs> you booked a conference room? How big is that conference room? Like, how uh, how many people does that conference room hold? It's like four. Oh, okay. Oh. All right. Okay, so uh, how old are you? I'm 25. You're 25, and what's your life like? Um, just working. I just finished uh, my master's, um, working full-time in Kitchener, so not too, not too much going on. Okay, what is your question? So I was wondering, what's your advice for couples thinking about moving in together? How did you guys all know it was the right time, and then how did you actually make it work? Are you thinking about moving in with somebody? Yes. Okay, I will ask you one question. Okay. Why do you want to move in together? Answer. Oh, um, because I love him. Okay, that's the right answer. Some okay. pe- some people will say because it makes sense. We're both paying for two different places. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get to save on bills. Those all the wrong answers. The only reason you should be w- moving in with somebody that you're dating is because you love each other. That should be the only motivation. Otherwise, you're setting yourself up for disaster. Shannon, does he love you? I think so, yes. Yeah, okay. How long have you guys been dating for? Um, three years. And what's your relationship up until now been like? 
Pretty good. Yeah, we met when we were um, young and in school, and yeah. so we've grown up a, a bit together. So I'd say it's going things are going really well. What do you fight about when you do fight? Oh, like little things. Okay. Um, nothing super major, I'd yeah. say. I think that you need to, before you do move in, you need to have a conversation about the financials, first of all. So all that is yeah. set even before you guys get the keys to a place. Uh, you have to figure out how you're splitting bills. You need to figure out the ratio that's fair, whether mm-hmm. it's 50-50, if you guys both make around the same amount, or you make a little bit more than he does, or vice versa. You need to sort of offset the bills so whatever the ratio is, it's fair. And um, I would highly recommend not having one bank account between the two of you. That's a disaster sometimes. What I would say for the first little while is you keep your bank account, he keeps his bank account, and then open a joint account together, and you both sit down and do the math of what all the bills are for the month, and then you guys each put that amount into your joint account, and that's what the bills get paid from. Okay. Okay? So get the financials out of the way so it's not an ongoing conversation about money. You Mm want to get, you want to have that taken care of before you guys think about even moving in together okay yeah that's really good advice yeah and and just know going into this that uh you will argue and i don't mean like a big blowout crazy yelling at each other but he's gonna have his way of doing things living on his own you're gonna have your way of doing things living on your own you're both gonna try to do those individual things living together and it may not work for the other person so just know you're gonna have like stupid dumb little tiny arguments just as long as you keep talking it out and uh you know this is gonna be the time where you are like really really figuring out each other even though you've been in a relationship for three years right yeah yeah for sure also get rid of all your junk before you move in together oh yeah (laughs) right that's for you and him yeah that's for both of you get rid of all your junk before you move in together otherwise the place is going to be a disaster and uh nobody's going to be comfortable hey do you guys fart in front of each other absolutely not okay that's going to change yeah you're going to learn to uh yeah really he's never farted in front of you huh no no it's always been uh please don't do that save something save like some of the romance. Yeah. Okay. Well, so what about you- um what about going to the washroom like have you ever gone to the washroom and like left the door open when he's in the same no oh no okay you okay you know what you no. need to prepare yourself for spiritually emotionally is you're gonna, you're gonna need to prepare yourself for the day that you clog the toilet with a big one and you're gonna have to ask for his help to fix it oh my god yeah <laughs> she's texting him right now so much. she's okay. texting him right now being like yo it's over yeah yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna have to. Okay, you have to, you have to prepare yourself for that. That is what living with somebody is. Those things happen. Yeah. Okay. Oh my goodness. You're not gonna be able to afford a mansion, so you know that there's gonna be a day of where you weren't feeling that great and your belly was a little upset, and you just went and destroyed the bathroom, and he's gonna walk in there two seconds after you. Oh, Lord. Okay. That, you want to know what it's like living with somebody? That's what it's like living with somebody. And then that night, you're still going to try and have to have real good sex. Oh, my gosh. I was not prepared for this. I thought through all the financials, but yeah. oh, my goodness. Yeah. yeah. All the other real life stuff yeah. is going to hit you. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's all it's all going to happen. But uh, you'll you'll make it through as long as you guys are moving in together because of love. Now, damn it, Maury, do you have any advice for somebody moving in together? And to top that, I was just going to say make sure that you know each other's ground rules before moving in because when I moved in all my stuff got thrown out so <laughs> right <laughs>
<laughs> yeah. Also, Maury would suggest, uh, if I could speak on your behalf, Please. Maury, uh, Maury would suggest knowing your partner's schedule, more specifically, what exact time they'll be home every day so they don't oh. catch you and surfing. And highly suggest they don't come home for lunch every day. Right. <laughs> 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 Shannon, you're going to be totally, totally fine. Again, just have those conversations uh, with your boyfriend and um, and all the best. Good luck. Oh, thank you guys so much. You're uh, the best. I've been you. listening for years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you guys always make my day so much better. Uh, How much time you have left in that conference room that you booked out? Oh, like an hour. Oh, so you may want to take the, the rest of that hour and call your boyfriend and, and start that discussion right now. <laughs> Definitely. I would take that hour and go on YouTube and watch at least two or three videos on how to snake a toilet if it's clogged. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, I love I'm you, Googling plumbers as we speak. Exactly. <laughs> Thanks very much for joining us on the podcast Thanks, love today. You guys. Take care. Uh, Bye-bye. <laughs> oh, man. Do you remember the first time that happened? I remember the first time I clogged the toilet. Yeah. And I was like, oh, man. Yeah. And the only thing you can do is be honest yeah, and be like, babe, I totally destroyed that toilet just now. Yeah. So don't go in there. I'm going to try to fix the situation. Uh huh. Yeah. Right. No, it's, it's tough. It's that stuff's really tough. Moving in together is God. And it's, it's especially now because everything is so expensive that it is really easy to move in together for the wrong reasons where you're not doing it for love. You're doing it for financial reasons or because it quote unquote makes sense. That's what you hear a lot yeah. is that of course it just makes sense for us to move in together. Well, no, it doesn't. When you mention uh, getting rid of your stuff, all the junk beforehand. Yeah. So I keep thinking back to when I asked Jenna to move in with me in the condo and I had to start making room in the condo for her stuff. Yeah. And I had to clear out, you know, a closet to make room for all of her clothing. And then it was at that point I realized like, holy crap, I actually own a lot of crap. Yeah. Right. You got a lot and of a junk. bunch of stuff just went into garbage bags and went straight to donation. I know how that feels. And I'll also say, I'll also say this because I know more, you have weirdo little collections. I will say this, that if you are going to move in with somebody, um, don't make them get rid of those stupid little things that they love that make them feel comfortable. Those stupid little tchotchke things yeah. there. You can find a place for those within your house well, and, you can, and you can make them all work. I see the problem is I have a lot of collections. So half my collections are down in the cage, but he allowed me to keep my shot glass collection and stuff. Is the shot so. glass collection displayed in the condo? Yes. Yeah. See stuff like that. You have to be able to give a little bit of that. Yeah. But I my think. family guy dolls are down in the cage. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. What other? Oh, here. Uh, Milagro asked, and this is specifically to you, Roz. Oh, okay. Because you've talked about your love of Speedos and <sighs> only wearing Speedos. True that. Uh, on the show. not Sorry, not wearing them on the show. No. <laughs> I wish. Okay, so uh, the rule. question is, how many Speedos do you have, my lovely Roz? Um, I have one, two, three... Three that are in rotation and yeah. then two more that I don't really wear anymore because they're sort of, they've run their, they've run their course. And when speedo, you put them to good use, yeah. When, and when speedos sort of start to loosen up, that's when seepage happens. And so you don't want any of that. So three, I would say three pair, I have three speedos, one of which is the gold pair that I'm super proud of. And those are your special pair, right? No, that's the special pair. Yeah. Yeah. I look like a trophy. Um, <laughs> and, and again with speedos, and I say this all the time, it's not just, it's not a speedo. It's just called a bathing suit in the rest of the world outside of the, the stigmatized North 
America, in the rest of the world, it's just called a bathing suit. Well, Speedo's the brand. No, I know, but Budgie uh, Smuggler and Banana Hammock and Plum Smuggler and all this, like all those sort of derogatory terms for Speedos. (laughs) I've heard them all. I've heard them all. Uh, Sick193 wants to know, what does Maury do in the other room when you're on the air? I assume he sits in the office and eats. (laughs) Which... Sick 193 is not wrong. Technically, you are sitting in that other room, and technically, you are eating. Oh, it's the only way I can concentrate is by snacking. Yeah, you snack. I wouldn't say eat. I would say that you snack. It's how I focus. a lot. Yeah, you constantly snack. And lately have been, like, farting a lot. Yeah. Well, I try and turn the music up when that happens. Right. What do you (laughs) snack on? What do you prefer? What's your preferred snack? Oh, I love nuts. Yeah. Like, I go to the cafe and get, like, a bag of Kilimanjaro nuts, like, every, every... other day why nuts um i think because it fills me up quicker yeah and what does snacking do to help you concentrate i don't know the, the movement of hand to mouth hand to mouth hand to mouth hand to mouth, <laughs> hand to mouth just keeps my eyes on the screen <laughs> i guess it's either that or you bite your fingernails right yeah i chew on my same. pinky all the time too right it's so weird uh here's a question from uh renee cooper i believe this is directed without saying it's directed at maury mm-hmm. but i have a feeling it is because i think i know how maury's going to answer have you ever lurked in on your neighbor on purpose or by accident if so what did you see oh it's tough now to lurk um on neighbors just because of where our condo and how it's built and stuff but absolutely <laughs> <laughs> no shame yeah they make it so hard now no shame they make it so hard <laughs> there used to be there used to be a super hot shirtless guy that lived diagonally down from us um, in the condo there and he used to work out often or just walk around with the balcony door open mm-hmm. you know and it was quite enjoyable yeah so would you wa- would you and Matthew watch together or was this just well, you he had no idea the guy was there oh he had no idea okay. I did <laughs> sounds like it <laughs> so do you have any hot neighbors in your building anymore or no no not really no I mean there's a couple there's yeah. the sports players that live there the sports players Kyle Lowry like the guys who play like professional sports yes. the sports players <laughs> why don't you just say some of the guys from the Raptors and Jays yeah some of those guys from the Raptors and the Jays the that live in the building sports players oh, God. <laughs> do you think that anybody ever considered you to be the hot neighbor at any time? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ask Roz and Mocha. Oh, there what? was the guy that lived next door to us that used to take his garbage out shirtless, and I try and time it so that That's I would take right. my to Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Oh, I can, I can honestly say I've never lurked in on a neighbor. Roz, you Because have. it's just weird. Yeah, it's easy in my neighborhood that like the the lots are so small when you when you have a house in the city and you can see right into your neighbor's backyard. Oftentimes I can see the neighbors behind us have no air conditioning. So when it's hot, they just leave all the doors open, right? Like the doors. So I can look, I can sit in my living room, look through my backyard, through their backyard and watch their television Oh no! and hear it Yeah, because the doors, all the doors are open. They have like double patio doors and they just open them and you can just fully see. And the TV is perfectly right there on the wall. I can watch it. And and you have too, haven't you? You've sat and watched their TV. Yeah. They have terrible taste in television though. They, they, It's, you never wanted to yell out like, boring, change the channel. <laughs> no, it's weird. They have like this massive, beautiful, full 4K X, whatever, 60 inch television. And they watch the shopping channel all the time. <laughs> 
It's super weird. <laughs> Looking for good deals. Ask Roz and Mocha every week. We're going to post on uh, Instagram at Kiss925. And feel free to ask your question. And you will also then have the opportunity to join us on the podcast as uh, Shannon did earlier today it was a wonderful podcast i really like this one Uh, thank you all for joining us we can't thank you enough and again as mocha says uh give the show a rating and uh and a review it's greatly appreciated thanks for listening to the Roz and mocha show podcast catch the guys live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on kiss 92.5 kiss 92.5.com or on the kiss 92.5 app